Yeah, I can see that. I, I want to suck your blood. <laughs> what is this? What is this? This is your Nicolas Cage? Yeah, I think this is spot on. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Slasher. I hardly know her. It's nice to have you back, all you listeners, all you Slasher fans, you fans of horror, you Slasher files, you people who like Alex but don't like me. We still like you. Thanks for listening. Wherever you are, in your car, on the toilet, taking a walk. Thanks for joining us. We got a uh, very extra, extra crunchy show for you today. We actually brought on a fan of the show, but before we bring him on, I want to introduce to you my co-host today. He's the other half of the most cuddly duo in podcast land. Ladies and gentlemen, smash your flesh together for Alex. <laughs> Please don't say smash your flesh together in my intro. That that just sounded terrible. The connotation is awful. Although I find Smash it, your soggy flesh together. I find it pretty fitting for the movie we're about to do. Uh, this was a rough one, and the pick of our actual guest. You, we often joke that you're the guest or I'm the guest. This week, we have an actual guest, a real live guest, a real live guest that was so exciting it took Micah three seconds to respond to me. But you hear us talk about him all <laughs> the time on this show. Uh, one of our bigger fans, biggest fan, obviously of this podcast. Uh, he's known as Where's the Horror Section over on Instagram, and that's how we got to know him. We now know his name is Jacoby, and because he has been such a big fan, we invited him to be a part of this, and he is the one who picked this week's movie. Jacoby, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming, man, and thanks for listening to the show. This is This is pretty cool. This is kind of like... Uh, you know, in pornos where they, they fuck a fan, well, we're bringing you on and we're going to talk to you instead. We're not going to do the other thing, but, but we Who's definitely want to talk to you. <laughs> Alex, you're on fluffing duties this week, right? Uh, I believe, let me look at my calendar here. Yep. So it, it is my week. It is my oh, week. So, uh, yeah. last week nearly killed me. <laughs> my neck is still sore. <laughs> Oh, so uh, Jacoby knows all about the podcast because he's listened to it. So you know that all the references that were just made by Micah are are the references Micah would make. Micah is yeah, as Micah Jacoby, as he could be. As slash, where's the horror section, Jacoby? I can't. I can't. I gotta be me, Alex. But no, but Mister Jacoby, Mister, where's the horror section? He, uh, if you've been listening to the show at all, he's famous for or infamous for his his names that he submits That's to right. our. Our game show, Final Girl, names such as, all right, check me on uh, on my memory here, Jacoby, uh, Jacoby, pardon Jacoby. Mm. <laughs> I haven't been called that since high school. <laughs> uh, let's see here. We got Harry Balsanya. We've got yep. Emma Royds. Yep. We've got, oh, God, what was the other one? Uh, Miss Jenny Taylor. Mm -hmm. Pizza Boy. Yep. I know there's one I'm missing. Stink pickle, stink. stink. Oh, were well, you the original, pickle? wasn't it? Oh wow, I was stink pickle. <laughs> I did not wow. realize that you were stink pickle. Yes. I remember that one. Well, I I read it as like if you were the uh, the name of a slasher, like the killer in it. <laughs> so gotcha. his name would be Stink Pickle, and then I was like, oh, it's the 
the it's the victims, world. yeah. But uh, just think, if yeah, you had made that to. error, it might not have been in the show, and we might not be here today. Who knows? Yep. Ah, fate. Fate has put us all together here. Wow. So this uh, this week, uh, Jacoby picked. Uh, I would argue maybe not a horror movie. I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, I think this rides the line for sure. But this yeah. week horror we watched. Jason. It is definitely horror, Jason. There is no question. Uh, and this week we watched Hobo with a Shotgun, a movie Hobo that I can't a imagine shotgun. a ton of people are familiar with. But believe it or not, I was and owned. Uh, also, Micah was nice enough to say, hey, you don't even have to bother like you know, figuring out how to play it on your TV. It's on Shudder. Uh, and it wasn't. So that was really pleasant. Uh, I didn't lie to you. It wasn't a nasty trick, but when you search on Roku, it was like available with your Shutter subscription. Yeah, it's not available in it, our, cr- it's like our country. Not in this country. Yeah, it's what a, a different bait and country. Switch. Jeez. It was a bait and switch. Luckily, I owned it, and even then, Sorry. still too Sorry lazy to just to go to the back room and plug in my computer and watch it on the server. I watched it on Tubi with commercials, which I found to be a welcome, welcome break <laughs> from this movie. I needed yeah. those breaks from this movie. So, Dude, tell it's us, very gory. Jacoby, do you want to uh, kind of run down kind of the, the synopsis of this for us? Give us the premise. Paint us a, a word painting. Okay. <laughs> so, a vagrant played by Rudger Hauer. Um, <clears throat> he, uh, he's pretty much, he has nowhere to go. He's been on his own, like whatever. He comes. He comes to this place called Scumtown, <laughs> which you can kind of figure out. It's kind of a shitty town. Well, it was originally called Hope Town, right? I yeah, think they'd spray yeah. painted out Hope and put scum in there. Hope Town, but it. He f- finally learns that this isn't the best place for anyone to be, so he <laughs> he starts trying to. He wants to change the world by. Uh, Mowing some lawns. <laughs> so, this but, is um, not a euphemism. He wants yeah, to mow lawns. He wants to mow lawns. Yeah. So uh, he gets in all types of antics. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil. Oh, uh, we threw spoilers alert uh, spoilers out this out this uh, podcast a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, we spoil everything. It's I, coming, people. I if often just yell the, the ending. <laughs> well, pretty much a hobo. You know, drinking my fluids, shotgun, um, takes down, he co- tries to take down this, like, crime, like, pretty much a crime syndicate of this guy named the Drake and his two Drake. sons, which have corrupted the whole town. Even the police are all dirty cops. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, bloodbath ensues, the plague, that's, I'm going to leave that for that. <laughs> you can't ruin the plague, though. They have to you know, know. They have to see who the plague is. You got to see the plague. As I was watching this this movie, I go, you know, some of this—the music, the kind of saturated color, the sort of you know exploitation feel of it—it it reminded me of Turbo Kid. Yep. Uh, exactly. And then I looked, and I think it uh, Jason uh, is it Reitner, Reisner, Eisner, Eisner, the director of Hobo with a Shotgun. I think helped produce Turbo Kid. He had his hand in that somehow. Yeah. and he's, he's in it as well <laughs> is he yeah no that he's that uh there's that cook that spits all over the food that was him 
Yeah, that's him. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, so, I, you know, I, I was just waiting for you to make a reference, Micah, as to what this movie reminded you of. And just as you were getting onto this call with Jacoby and I, I was about to tell him, you know, I bet you five bucks he makes a reference. That's not the one I thought you make. I thought for sure you would compare this to RoboCop. I could see some RoboCop. In well, this. you've done. I mean, you've done just some... the the fucked up town where yeah. you know law's not the same anymore, and everybody's crazy and out to get each other. It uh, was a dystopian kind of you know uh, world. I, you know, it wasn't it wasn't uh, post apocalyptic. It was just this like dystopian world. Did we ever get a reference as to when this was supposed to have taken place? It was in the year of fuck. <laughs> Welcome to Fucktown, 1980. Fuck. I mean, seriously, because <laughs> it, it, you know, it also has that look. It's like they try to make it look like a late 70s, you know, kind of. Yeah. They, it's oversaturated. I thought saturated a little too much, actually, but for the look. But yeah. I mean, like that open. I mean, it was kind of reminiscent of like the opening of uh, First Blood. It was that you know soft, mm. you know, melodic music as he pulls into Scumtown. Yeah, and all yeah, that music reminded colors. me of the oversaturated look. Yeah, I think that was all intentional. They want this oh, to yeah. be bright, oversaturated, and then that music. I don't know if you've ever seen Cannibal Holocaust, but the music at the beginning of this movie reminds me so much of the theme song from Cannibal Holocaust. Another movie that I own and have never seen. Ooh, uh, <laughs> I have never a, seen Cannibal. I, I've never seen it. No, I mean I have a huge horror collection, and of course I've seen most of it. But yeah, I've never seen that. This movie—that's movie, one of those. <laughs> it was, hurts. It hurts to watch. Yeah, mostly that's what because people of say. The animal cruelty. The other stuff. Yeah. I'm all. It's great. It's gore. I'm all for it. But actually, killing a what was it like a big yeah, big that's, turtle? That's the that bad parts part. fucked up. Yeah, that not a lot of animal cruelty in this movie the cruelty in this movie almost exclusively reserved for humans yes yep. and there's They're a major lot of it. cruelty they do not fuck around they it starts off you got that soft music we've got our old vagrant on the train going into this town and then as soon as he gets into the town you got the drake out there and he's doing this big show it's like welcome welcome everyone and cool cars pull up i guess they, was that an 80s sports car that is his son's pull up in i don't know what that <laughs> it's like car a DeLorean was mixed with like a corvette <laughs> it was yeah i mean like i don't even know if that's a real car it had the wing doors but it was kind of compact i don't know what it was and then we're throwing a uh modified manhole cover on a guy's neck sure like on you Ricky do from trailer park boys is, is that, that who that was? That's where I recognize him. I, I recognize him, too, and I'm like, well, surely he's not somebody I know. I'm just mistaken. That makes sense. Okay. I'll be okay. Yes, that is I him. I knew I knew him from somewhere. I, could, I couldn't put it together. <laughs> yeah. like so they, I was like, poor Ricky hell? from Trailer Park Boys, <laughs> they put this modified manhole cover around his neck so that they can then pick him up and drop him into a manhole. And then they wrap his neck around with barbed wire, tie the barbed wire to a car, and then quickly drive away, which cuts his head off, and blood goes everywhere. And this is where you're introduced to what kind of movie you're about to be watching when this girl runs out and starts dancing in the shower of blood that's squirting up from his neck. 
uh, which miraculously didn't fall into the manhole when he was decapitated. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't uh, quite understand that. I guess I, you know, I don't understand manhole neck cover designs as well as the next guy. So maybe it does hold the body up. Uh, but yeah, she's in like science. a bikini and like an overcoat and is uh, letting your body be sprayed in blood as she dances around. And yeah. you know, me personally, I think they could have made that part of that scene a little longer. But they, you know, it only lasts a few seconds and they hop in the truck and they drive off. And uh, so the the head villain here, or I guess he's the head villain, uh, at least for most of the movie, the Drake, he also looked familiar to me. I didn't look him up to see who he played, but he's been in stuff. And then his two sons were not identical twins, but they dressed identically and they were, I mean, everything about this movie is over the top, but they were as over the top as you could get, I think. Yeah, no. After the decapitation and and the blood shower and the girl dancing in the blood shower, uh, <laughs> that's when I was like, "What? Why? They set why you up for Jacoby what you're do in this for. to us. Why would Jacoby, if he likes our show and listens, why would he do this to us? He's here to punish us. He's here to douse us in more blood than we know how to handle. And uh, that's I knew I was in for a, a, a Gonzo movie at that point. Gonzo, you're I think welcome. that's a good way. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate that. Uh, obviously, you listen to the show, and that is why you picked this. Um, well, there's it, plenty of options for crunchiest kill in this. I know. So I thought about that. It was like, shit, what will I pick? I mean, I think I've got my crunchiest kill. Because I really, you know, often I don't really think about the crunchiest kill until we talk about it. And in this one, it was like, crap, I'm really going to have to take notes here. I'm really going to have to think on this one. And I think I've got it, but. You think you man. got a kill count? Oh, no way. But I do know that it exists because just looking up Hobo with a Shotgun, trying to figure out where it was available, like one of the first things that pops up is Hobo with a Shotgun kill count. I can't, I can't imagine. It's got to be so many. I, 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 I'd lost count. I tried to count for a minute, and I'm like, I can't keep up with this. There's too many kills. Yeah, it, <laughs> I mean, we, it, there's no way you could have. Okay, so you hadn't seen this, Alex, but you owned it. Jacoby... Uh, how did you come across this movie? How long ago was it? <laughs> I came across this movie in 2011. I oh, was when it actually, came out. Yeah. Um, I actually saw the original fake trailer for it. They made a fake trailer for this movie that would never come out, but then people went crazy over it and they ended up getting funded for it to make yeah. a real movie. <laughs> So well, that, didn't that getting... trailer end up in uh, the the Grindhouse double feature, Planet yeah. Terror and Death Proof? Yeah, because uh, Jesse, the director, he's actually, I think he's a producer on the Grindhouse movies. I'm and he's sure. from Nova Scotia, the director of this yeah. movie. Oh, Nova Scotia. I remember seeing the box for this movie at this tiny, tiny <laughs> little run-of-the-mill uh, low-rent video store back in the day. Looked at it more than once when I went in there. I was like, I should watch this. I should watch. And I never got around to it. So this was my first time seeing the movie. And, uh, man, I kind of thought I had an idea what it was going to be. I thought it was going to be more straight 70s exploitation. Going to be kind of like a Pam Greer movie or, or something like that. I would had no idea how just over the top bloody and absolutely crazy it was going to be. Well, this one site has the kill count at 51 51. Now, I don't know if that's all on screen because I know there are some deaths that happen off screen, but this this counts it at 51. And remember, that includes 12 children at once on a school bus. 
that were burned alive with a flamethrower by a guy named Slick. I can't believe they did that. I can't believe they actually burned children. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's like, who likes hobos? And the kids are like, yeah. So he sets them all on fire. Hobos. uh, Jacoby, I mean, Pizza Boy, you mentioned that. uh, Do you mind if we call you your names that you've submitted throughout the various, uh, the last little bit? Where's the horror section names? Okay. I'll answer to whatever you you call. So you'll answer to Pizza Boy or Emma Royds, any of these? Yep. Harry Balsania. All right. Yep. Uh, Pizza Boy, you mentioned that this movie came out in 2011. Oh, As God luck would have it. it. Oh, damn it. You, oh, you got me this week. You got me. Finally. Man. I did finally. not know what was about to happen. Here we are. That's because we got a guest on. It threw off your mojo. You weren't ready, fucker. Uh, <laughs> but as luck would have it, I happen to know a few things that happened in 2011. You don't say. Yes, in fact, if you'd like, I'll share them with you. Well, please, I, I, think you'll, I think you'll share them anyway. <laughs> All right. This was the year, 2011. Uh, U.S. commandos kill Osama bin Laden in Pakistan raid. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Navy SEALs went in the elite team. That was 2011. It was also the year that, Alex, I know you're going to want to hear about this, Prince William marries Kate Middleton at Westminster Abbey. I hate royal stuff. I just hate the royals. If you want to, oh, if you want to talk just, about the royals, I've seen the clippings. Or you he has wanna, a royals nah, wall it, in I'm his sorry. office. If I did, it would be some kind of weird murder wall. I'm not that I want to <laughs> murder the royals. Please don't come after me. I'm just saying All that red yarn. I absolutely hate royals news. I do not get it. I don't even get it when you know, like you're English, and I and I have English friends who I talk to about it. And it's like, well, you know, they're like they're kind of a big deal. It's like I don't understand. You know, like. I just I just don't get it. And I feel the exact same way uh, to complete opposite uh, end of the spectrum of things I do not care to hear about. Space. Don't care about it. People are like, oh, and this is really cool the way the rocket did this. Do not care. The only way I care about those two things are if the Royals got shot into space and we didn't have to hear about them anymore. I mean, I get not caring about the Royals, but Alex, you'll always be my Prince Harry. <laughs> Gross. Coming from you, that's so gross. Like Harry has a different connotation. Uh, just, I'm the Markle to your Harry. Everything. See, even the word Markle coming out of your mouth sounds like a dirty word. Is is Markle the name for your uh, Botox penis? <laughs> oh, that's right, Markle Mark. That's what we call it, Markle uh, Mark. My, my my wife especially liked the parts in the last podcast about my smooth Botoxy penis. Mm. Speaking of my wife, uh, you know, you knew what kind of movie you were into when we started watching Hobo with a Shotgun. I mean, like, when you know, five, six minutes in, you're like, okay, it's going to be one of those, right? And then he goes off to the cops. Like, he, what does he, I don't remember exactly what he does. He makes his citizens arrest, the hobo does. Of yeah. some bad dude. I guess it is it slick that he yeah, yeah it's, it, it's, slick. it's it's slick. One of the two sons of the Drake. And takes him to the police station and you know, the police chief comes in and he's like, Oh, you know, he's really nice to him or whatever. And then as it ends up, of course, the police chief is completely corrupt and they end up, you know, beating the hobo up and throwing him out off a roof. And my wife was like, Oh man, the cops are bad. 
And it was like, <laughs> you thought the cops were going to be good in this? I mean, I think they painted a picture that led you to believe this police chief probably wasn't going to be a nice guy. But uh, she was yeah. surprised by that. I like it. She then promptly fell asleep for the rest of the movie. Speaking of bad cops, I had one more item from 2011. Oh, shit. It's in fact, the biggest of, of the items was uh, it was a big year for Charlie Sheen. Oh, yeah. In March 2011. This is when uh, he, at the time, was the highest paid actor on TV. He was famously, famously fired from his CBS sitcom, uh, Two and a Half Men. Was that 2011? God, I would have thought it was earlier than that. Yeah, that this was is when on, he, he went on all of his appearances, and uh, we were gifted with hashtag winning. Winning. People winning. still Tiger's say blood. winning, Tiger's and it's because blood. of him. Oh, yeah, Tiger's blood. God, I forgot about that. You know, Mike, uh, I can't help but think Go that on. there's something we should be doing right now. I'm listening. I think that... This being our first segment, that it's it's time to do a For final those, girl. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's time to have some of those little triangle sandwiches and some tea. Oh, God. Do you have some? I love the little triangle sandwiches. Hopefully the cust, the cust, the crust has been cut That's off. not what I asked. I said, do you have some? Some tea sandwiches? Alex, you know we have tea sandwiches. I've sat them on the table in front of us. I lifted the little lid off of that silver platter and presented them to you. Well, then, hell yeah. Let's Please not do Final in. Girl. It's time for tea sandwiches and Final Girl. So buckle up, kids. <laughs> All right. Let's meet, <laughs> let's meet this week's Who's contestants. Playing? Oh, yeah, we should probably tell them what Final Girl is in case they're uh, uninitiated. How could anyone at this point not know? I mean... You always introduce it as America's favorite game show that's <laughs> taking the country by storm. I always wonder what country. We, st we started with it being America's favorite new game show, but now it's the Globe's. It's the ah. world's favorite new game show. Cool. And how long do we get to say new? Eventually, it won't be new anymore, right? Uh, no, it's pretty new. I mean, we are on, what is this, episode 13, episode 14? I don't know. I lost count. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. This is episode 14, bro. Is this 14? Yeah. Man. Man, we've almost made it to our final episode. 15. <laughs> Here we come. <laughs> All right. So here's how Final Girl works. We have an Instagram. Slasher, I hardly know where you go to the Instagram every once in a while. We'll say, hey, if you were in a slasher movie, what would your character's name be? People throw down names, hoping that they can be the final girl. And what we do, we spin a little wheel of death on our show with the fates of our characters. And if our characters, oh dear players, if you make the dumb, dumb, silly, dumb mistake to have sex, do drugs, or wander off by yourself, or do anything else silly and dumb, you're gonna die. There are... Four rounds, five players, and only one survivor who will win the mystery prize. The mystery prize, which is not a mystery to 14 people. No, wait, we're on 14. 13 people, except there are two I still have to stand out. So 11 people <laughs> know what this mystery prize is. Including our special guest. Oh, that's true. 12 people. How long do you think we can do this? 
Let's keep going. Yeah. Uh, well, should, uh, should we meet this week's players? Let's meet this week's players. All right, here we go. Drum roll. <laughs> the fuck kind of drum roll is that? Sorry, my mouth was full. You it's... just sound like a like an angry old curmudgeon <laughs> trying not to go off on somebody. Like he's got all these terrible things he wants to say, but he's <laughs> trying to hold him in. So, <laughs> so Keep the rage down. You're saying my drum roll impression sounds exactly like my normal thing that I do. I was imagining some <laughs> war-torn <laughs> veteran at a coffee shop with some kid trying to explain to him the difference between Vente and Grande, and he's just trying to keep it together. Now <laughs> uh, well, we have our new drum roll sound. All right. Okay. So our players this week, we have five as usual. First, Ruby Kane. All right. The beautiful Ruby Kane. I love the name Ruby. Next up, Holly Hatchet. Ooh. There's a nice very nice. Clever, too, right? Play on Molly Hatchet. Uh-huh. And, and Christmassy. It's it's a three-in-one. It's a trifecta. I mean, there's so it's much Christmassy. Yeah. Holly. It's a play on Molly Hatchet, and it's an alliteration. Holy shit. Holy shit, Holy, Holly Hatchet. Holy shit, Holly Hatchet. That looks good, Holly Hatchet. I hope it works out for We're you. We're liking it. Next up, we have Mary Axmas. Mary Axmas? Oh, also Christmassy. And probably a play on words if she spelled it M A R Y. Mm. Wow. <laughs> 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 want a goddamn large put the fucking coffee in a cup kid and hand it to me alright let's go on that's that's three that's three we need two more next up is Ivana Die oh that's a good these are some good ones this week Ivana Die I like that not Christmas. And finally, Marilyn Merlot. Wow, man. There are some these are all great names. For once, I hope no one dies. I hope they're all final girls. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if life was like that? Ah, uh, wouldn't it be nice if wouldn't it be? we could all <laughs> not die when we played the game on the podcast? Alright, so let's do it. Uh, wouldn't it be nice if there wasn't a wheel of death no. with all of our names on I it? I love the wheel of death. Well, great. Then let's spin that wheel. Here we go. Crank that baby. Who's up first? I, I don't know. Oh, I didn't. Right. You, you spun the wheel. Mary. Spin. Spin? Spanned. You spanned the wheel. You spanned so, that wheel. You spanned it. Uh, Merry Axmas. Roses are red. Violets are blue. A freshman tried to get to third base, so you hit him with your shoe. You survive. What did you write these five minutes ago? No. No. I, well, you know we have a team of dedicated writers doing all this. Yeah, right, right. Next up, 
Ivana died. All right. Ivana. Teddy picked you up at six to take you to the drive-in. When the lights went down and the movie started, between your legs he tried to dive in. <laughs> but you're no hoe. You said no, so this round you'll be surviving. All right, you survive. And next up we have Marilyn Merlot. All right, all right, all right. A flirty game of truth or dare. You play with your friend Ricky. So far, it's been pretty PG, two kisses and one hickey. But when he pulls out his thing and dares you to touch it, you say, no thanks, that's icky. Okay. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure about the rhyme on that one, but I'm glad you survived, Marilyn. Trust me, it works. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I, I, gotta, I was thinking about something else. Maybe I just lost it. All right. Holly Hatchet. Hey, Holly. Hey, Holly Hatchet. You made it. Don't remember all the names, so I'm not sure who that means died, but I'm already sad for you. We are. We're sad for you, mystery person. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> you you were sitting on the edge of your seat. Now you're like, God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Round one? Really? <laughs> Round one? Come back and play again. We have lots of regulars. We love regulars. That's true. Yeah. Just throw, we throw down the gauntlet, and people are just like, "All right, what name am I gonna come up with for this one?" Absolutely. And if for some reason you know you've won before, there's no rule against winning again, and we'll figure out another good prize to get you. We I have love prizes. This part of the show, this part of the show is so fun. This is the only reason I come back every week. All right, Holly. Red Solo cups overflow with whiskey and beer at the biggest party of the year. Jerry passes you a blunt and says, have a toke. But you say, no way, I don't smoke. You survived. <laughs> you survived. You get to go back to the valley from whence you came. <sighs> way to go, Holly. You made it to round two. And Ruby. Ruby oh, Kane. Ruby Kane. Beautiful name. It's a beautiful name. Ah, girl, why you gotta be so shy? All the cool kids know that boning is fly. <laughs> That's what your boyfriend Simon keeps saying. So you pull out his doink to doink and start playing. Oh, silly Ruby, you should have known. The fates show no mercy to teens who bone. That night while you sleep, soundly in your bed, a maniac sneaks in and rips off your head. You're, You're dead. Dead. Oh, Ruby. Yeah. Oh, Ruby, I'm sorry. She probably died of old age while you were reading that rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have long to, to hold on anyway, so. Uh, well, Ruby, rest in peace. The rest of you stick around. We'll see who dies and who survives in round two of a f -f Final Girl. It was a good one. But you were talking about the cops. I was. And the captain, was it? Was it the captain that came in? Yeah. They, I, I love it when he says, Welcome to Fucktown. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, man. The script in this movie. I know uh, uh, the director is not the writer, but he works with that writer again. 
uh, what's his name? Davies. I can't remember the guy that wrote it, but there are a lot of terrible slash wonderful one-liners in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's one of the things. Aside from the dy the dystopian nature of the movie and the world that they live in, where like it's almost accepted that this awfulness is going on, and the people that are awful are like awful to the like nth degree. I mean, like when they, I don't think I saw anybody. I saw a lot of people in this movie do coke. I don't think I saw anybody in this movie do coke without shoving their face into a huge pile of it. I mean, like everything was to the extreme, to the extreme. And so that's kind of why it reminded me of RoboCop. The bad guys were so ridiculously bad and, and, and stuff like that. And so like those points, those little one liners where it was like so over the top and so ridiculous, it really did remind me of RoboCop a lot. I mean, although to itself, you know, a, a much higher degree. And we want to get to all of these ridiculous kills. But before we do that, Alex, should we get a word from our wonderful sponsors? Uh, I don't know. Are they wonderful this week? They better be. Okay, well, then I guess let's hear from them now. All right, we'll be right back. Hey, what is this place? Store. Well, yeah, I know it's a store, but which store is it? Store. Uh, okay, that's that's not weird. What do you guys sell here? Everything. You sell everything. Uh, okay. Staplers. Everything. Water bottles. Everything. Uh, horseradish. Everything. Lamborghinis. Everything. Nuclear missiles. Everything. Okay, I get it. I get it. You sell everything. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I'm. I guess I'm not gonna come in then because that that's weird you're already inside store i am not inside the store wait am i inside <laughs> you're always inside store well i could just leave you can't leave well why not because store is everywhere well yeah but what about when you guys close store is always open. So how long's the store been around? Store is eternal. A lot of people work here? Everyone works here. Ha 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 ha! Finally got a hole in your story, buddy. I don't work here. I think you do. Really? You think I work here? You're working right now. Oh really? And how is that? I I'm not doing anything for the store. You're recording our commercial. Commercial? What? You're recording our commercial right now. What the fuck? Listen. What do you guys sell here? Everything. You sell everything. Uh, okay. Staplers. Everything. Water bottles. What the fuck? Alright, this isn't funny anymore. Great, great party trick. I'm out of here, alright? <laughs> you can never leave. No, 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 no. I'm not playing around anymore. This isn't funny. Where the fuck are the exits? It's like a fucking Ikea in here. How do you get out? <laughs> I don't like this store. I want to get out of this store. Let me out! Let me out of here! Somebody let me fucking out of here! This isn't funny anymore! <laughs> Come to store. Or don't. Because you're already here. And you always will be.
Welcome back to Slasher I Hardly Know Her, the podcast where we watch terrible movies, sometimes good movies, so you can decide whether you want to watch them or not. This week we are joined by a very special guest. I'm your host, Alex. We also have your host, Micah, which is something I don't think we've ever really done. Both hosted the show. But we also have Jacoby, also known as Where's the Horror Section, or Emma Royds, or... Uh, Stink Pickle. He gives us a lot of the great names that you have heard in our Final Girl Challenge. And uh, he is uh, the picker of this week's movie, Hobo with a Shotgun. Uh, So you have him to thank or hate for that, uh, folks at home, if you want to watch it. I bet you a majority of our audience has not heard of this movie. They're missing out. They're straight up missing out. (laughs) It's... It's, I mean, I guess you'd have to call it Grindhouse, wouldn't you? I mean, it's Grindhouse, right? Yeah, it's Grindhouse. It's, it's got, it's very, very Grindhousey. It certainly is. You can is. already tell, like, from the opening credits. Yeah. That's straight up Grindhouse movie. I loved the opening sequence, by the way. I thought that I was like, I'm, it certainly isn't telling of what the movie's going to be. It's just this, like, you know, this vagrant as you said riding the rails into this town the sweet music playing like you just don't think it's going to be what it almost immediately is which is just yeah, like, this <laughs> bloody mess of a movie it is well you know something bad's going to happen but then it's like way over your expectation <laughs> it You're like oh no so kidding. they're doing that now <laughs> so there's there's a santa claus yeah, it's doing that, huh? You know, we Mike and I talked about doing Christmas movies, and there's at least uh, two or three references to Christmas here. There's the uh, pervert Santa who stalks yeah. children, uh, and then God, the one scene. I mean, because there's so many scenes in this movie where they're just like, and then all this happens, so that you, as the audience, are like, "Man, this town sucks." And one of them <laughs> is that little like Dotson driving by with a kid in the back screaming and pounding on the windows and it's Santa Claus driving. <laughs> what an image. <laughs> yeah. But of course he, like so many of the people in this movie meets uh, the end of the hobo shotgun. So let's, let's talk about that for a second. The hobo for whatever reason, really he's trying to collect money. He's begging for change uh, because he wants to buy a lawnmower. And so he goes by the pawn shop and he, you know, looks in the the window like some child at the beginning of, you know, a Christmas story. And there's his lawnmower for forty nine ninety nine. He I guess he has the money to buy it because a uh, guy who did bum fight videos uh, paid him money to eat or break a bottle over his head and then eat the glass on video. So now he has enough money to go get his precious lawnmower, but like three guys come in to rob the pawn shop and they put the, put a knife or a gun. They put a gun to a baby and I think a knife to the mom's throat and they're robbing this place. And then he sees that just off to the side of the shot uh, of the uh, lawnmower is a shotgun for the exact same price, forty nine ninety nine. So he opts to buy the shotgun that for whatever reason, I guess came with eight million shotgun shells. Thank God it did. <laughs> he not, no, he's, he, he's he's been holding them in that giant coat of his. He's been just collecting them over the he, years. 
I guess he did, because I don't remember him ever having to like uh, restock on ammo. Was that a part I missed? Hey, no. <laughs> he always had some shells in his pockets. He was ready to go. Yeah, he did. And He's uh taking a page out of Bruce Campbell's book. Yeah. He knows how to make it. <laughs> it uh hey, and can we talk about who this hobo is, Rutger Hauer? Rutger Hauer, yeah. a, a, an actual how, actor. I, as this movie's happening, I'm like, how the hell? Did they get Rudger Hauer? I mean, I know he's not like Anthony Hopkins or anything like that, but he's, I mean, he's the fucking robot from Blade Runner. If you don't remember that, he's the yep. bad guy. I yep. guess he was a robot, right? Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen Blade Runner, but the bleach blonde hair guy that's trying to kill Decker or Harrison Ford, that's Rudger Hauer. He was also in one of my favorites from when I was a kid, uh, Lady Hawk. Had Matthew Broderick in it and Michelle Pfeiffer. It was like a medieval fantasy movie. Yeah, I remember Lady Anybody? Hawk. Anybody? Yeah, Anybody? I totally remember Anybody? Lady Hawk. I mean, I haven't seen it since I was eight years old. And yeah. more recently, Rudger showed up in Batman Begins. Yep. Was, what was he, he was in Batman Blade. Begins? He was the CEO of Wayne Corp. Yeah, uh, Lewis something. something I'll be damned. Yeah, Rudger Hauer. I mean, he's an actor. He's been around for decades. And he's now, been working forever and well, died yeah, in 2019. Yeah. Uh, he was from the Netherlands, uh, born there and died there. Well, the weird thing is the year he died in Blade Runner is the year he died in real life. He so. died in 2019 in Blade Runner? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's creepy. That that's is creepy. creepy. <laughs> you know, Rutger Hauer. when he died. I, I read that Rutger Hauer was not supposed to play this, and, and Jacoby mentioned the, like, kind of the teaser fake trailer for this, and he wasn't the hobo in that trailer. Uh, and the guy who played the hobo in that trailer was supposed to play the hobo in this movie. But then, uh, according to IMDb, he disappeared for weeks and couldn't be found. And when they finally found it, he admitted that he didn't think he could handle, like, carrying the whole movie himself. So he, he just hit out. And then Rutger Hauer got the Wow, job. he pulled a Dave Chappelle. I guess so, yeah. Disappeared. Mm -hmm. Did he go to Africa? Not sure where he went. Not sure who he is. His name was... Uh, I hope he didn't go to Fucktown. David Brunt. <laughs> yeah. David Brunt. David Brunt. Not sure who that guy is, but... Uh, you know this whole movie... Also, IMDb says this whole movie was shot on a red camera. And if for those at home that don't know what that is... It's a very nice, very expensive camera. Like it makes beautiful images. Yeah. And uh like I wouldn't know what to do with a red camera. They're just they're amazing, amazing cameras. And you wouldn't think this movie would be shot on one. I think they had a budget, something like three million bucks, is that right? I don't know. I didn't look yeah, it up, but three million. Right? And That's I think they made dollars. less than a million at the box office. Yeah, I, I think they made like eight hundred thousand dollars at the box office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they made that back in video. I don't know. You know where I found this movie? At my local library. That's how I... That's no kidding how I knew this movie was a thing. Walking by the DVD section of my local library in some town I used to live in. And there was Hobo with a Shotgun. So, of course, I checked it out. And that is how I found Hobo with a Shotgun. The the good people at you know our, our city government decided that was the one to include on their budget that year that's a funny I thing it. i rented mine from the library as well really huh yeah. maybe there was I... maybe there was some like effort you know by like libraries to like oh we should we should buy more independent film let's get independent or, film or maybe that was their releasing strategy I mean, <laughs> it worked man yeah. 
Like, listen, DVD. We've already lost over. Library. We've lost over two million dollars on this movie. Just, just send out something to the library. Send See if somebody libraries. will buy this. Well, they made money off of me twice, so. Yeah, me too. Uh, I guess. Uh, yeah. So you know, whatever. Well, but... I bought. I bought my new copy. It was a special edition. I bought it at the Dollar Tree for a dollar. That's so, awesome. So you say special edition. So is this movie, uh, I haven't done much research. Is it getting accolades? Is it getting the Blu-ray treatment and the re-releases and yeah. all that well, jazz? It's it's on Blu-ray and then there's, uh, it's actually it, one, it's on one Blu-ray? Award. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's won one award. Like there's a whole, like, I don't know. It is something special. I mean, a cult, a deep, deep cult movie now. (laughs) I believe it after watching it. I mean, I, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's special. It's got something that a lot of movies don't have, which is just, just fucking balls to the walls and sanity. Guys, it has a lot of things other movies don't have. Let's be honest. Everything in this movie is stuff other movies don't have. This is and probably will never have. and will never have. I mean, like sometimes it sometimes it was so gory and graphic. I did not know what was happening. I was like, I'm not even sure what body part that is. Like, so we've been teasing a lot of the the goriness. Should we jump into it? Should we get into the nitty gritty? Start going kill for kill through this movie. We can't talking about all the we fucked upness. No, this is we just have one podcast. We can't go kill for kill. There's 51 deaths in this movie. We Possibly already talked about the. That we don't even know about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what's happening behind the scenes in Fucktown? Uh, I don't want to know what's happening behind the scenes. If I, I have no interest. The first time I saw it, I I didn't even see the S on the sign. I thought it said come town. I did too. Uh... My first instinct was that it said come down. I absolutely <laughs> thought it said come down. And then it kind of reveals that S. And you're like, oh, scum town. Oh, so it was actually Hope Town. Oh, mm-hmm. Somebody put scum town on there. It looks like come town. But when the captain welcomes... Rudger Hauer, our hobo to the town. Does he? He says "fuck town." I think right? he says "fuck town." Yeah. Uh, so then, in a way, it is come down. Yeah, I it's. Guess so. I guess it's whatever you know. Whatever you want it to be is what this <laughs> shitty piece of shit town is. Uh, so we we haven't talked about the fact that Rudger Hauer pretty pretty quickly befriends uh, a very beautiful prostitute named what was her name? Jamie Annie? What was it? Abby. 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 Uh, and so he befriends Abby who, you know, she, he saves her life basically cause Slick's going to kill her at some point, uh, right in that right early on in that arcade scene. And then they become friends and he decides that she'd be a good teacher, which is what he refers to her as a couple of times in that movie. It's like, what do you see here? Remember when he's, he's got the cop, uh, there's yep. another, I mean, all the cops are bad, but this one cop who's particularly bad is going to rape Abby and he's got her cornered and he's absolutely going to rape her. And then of course, Rutger Hauer shows up and then shoots him with the shotgun a billion times until he is just a massive goo with legs. His head exploded on the very first shot, right? Yeah, he's gone on that first shot. He just continues to to explode him with a shotgun to the point that Abby says, please stop. Uh, (laughs) And uh, at this point, everybody is hating the hobo because 
he's going out and killing all these bad guys. He's gone on this reign of vengeance of all these bad guys. You're doing something bad. The hobo just shows up and you know splits your head with a shotgun. And so he's getting all these press, and people are loving him. Uh, particularly, I love the news anchor in this. He looked like your buddy from the frat house, and uh, also the news set looked like it was a frat house wall. It was just this crappy, you know, like unrealistic news set, but it was perfect. And uh, my favorite headline while he is, by the way, on this reign of terror and everybody's loving him, was uh, Hobo Stops Begging demands what was it change yeah change yeah perfect line <laughs> hobo stops begging demands change i mean like what a funny line man there's uh, it was such clever writing for that headline anyway he uh everybody now hates hobos because the drake has come out and said well you know we're gonna kill you if you don't kill the hobo so everybody's now hating the hobo and after him and so after he kills this cop and turns him in this mound of goo um Abby has the great idea because the mob is coming to like kill the hobo. She's like, what are we going to do? So she tosses Rutger Hauer into a shopping cart and then also the remaining cop. So it's this pile of goo in a shopping cart with legs hanging out. And she runs by and she's like, my God, the hobos killed him. And, and she runs off and that's how they escape the mob. Uh, and in the next scene, you see she gets back to like her apartment or hotel room or whatever. And you see Rutger Hauer getting out of the shopping cart and he falls over and the cart falls over. I read on IMDb. That was just Rutger Hauer falling and they just, oh, no. and they just left it in the movie. Oops. He wasn't that young when he shot this either. He was not, he was not. And sometimes he was so over the top in the other direction. Like sometimes he seemed like just a normal guy who happened to be down on his luck and decided to kill people and go on this reign of vengeance. Uh, and then sometimes he was like really goofy, right? Like when they were talking about the lawnmower business and everything, he'd get all like smiley and weird. He what took it. The, bear? In, the what? The bear conversation. Right. The bear conversation. I mean, do, do you think that was improvised where he's like falling asleep and he's explaining to her like, I don't know how bears kill you or whatever. It was so weird. <laughs> I think it was like a pre thing because if you like when he's in the pond after he talks about the bear getting a taste for blood, you see when he gets that blood sprayed on his face, it looks like he's blood sick now. So yeah. he can't okay. stop going to kill people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's like, nah. <laughs> this movie. that's what I got for it. But yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, off. I'm sure there was a deeper meaning there. I just didn't pick up on uh, uh, let's. So as long as we're talking about kills, let's move on. Oh, hey! Before we do that, should we play another round of Final Girl? Uh, I think that's a fantastic idea. I'm ready for the next round. I love that creepy music that we play during Final Girl. By the way, I love that you love it because you're the music guy, and that's just something I put together. Well. You know, it just it just sits there nicely. It yeah. doesn't jump up in your nope. face. Nope. It's a nice bed for us to lay in while we play Absolute. Final Girl. That's the bed I want to lay in. A nice, city, not jumpy bed. So, last round, Alex, if you remember, we lost... Uh, wait, wait, deer. wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> now tell us. 
<laughs> Sir, we salute you. Thank you for the drum roll. The grum roll. Oh, the grum roll. I like it. All so right. we lost Ruby Kane last oh, round. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bless her sweet pea-picking heart. She boned. You shouldn't have boned. Shouldn't have boned. She should have known better than to bone. Four players right. left. Let's see if they know what to do. Kids, don't have sex. Don't do drugs. Don't wander off by yourself. Don't be a meanie. Don't be a bully. Be a nice, upstand, upstanding, virginal citizen, and you might survive. Because everybody knows fucking's evil. <laughs> Here we go. Let's spin the wheel. Let's do hurry, it. Hurry, 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 hurry. Okay, who's up first? Mary Axmas. All right. Mary, you've been a good girl since the day you were born. You say no when a producer asks you to star in his porn. You survived. Nice. Well done. Smart move. Very, very smart. Very smart, that Mary Axe Mask. Who, who's up next? <laughs> oh, look, Holly Hatchet's coming through again. All right. Nice, nice, nice. All right, Miss Hatchet. Burn your bar. <laughs> I got to start that again. <laughs> Reset. Okay. <laughs> Burn your bra, free the nipple, the liberals shout, but you hide your pokies and never let them out. You survived. I love everything about that one, especially that you yelled, burn your bra. Wait, got to start. <laughs> it was your shortest rhyme and you fucked it up in the first four words. It was so short and so easy. How could, anyway. Yeah, I'm not not smart, Alex. I I never accused you of it. Okay. Uh, Marilyn Merlot. Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony. When did all my friends at school become so friggin' horny? Kim and Sarah asked you to a kissing party Friday. You said, I'll be staying home, thank you very much, working on my screenplay. Marilyn, you survived. That was the best one you've ever done uh, next to the last one where you called nipples. Pokies. Uh, This one's great because you rhymed pony with honey. (laughs) It's really rough. I mean, no, this, you're really coming into your own, and I'm proud of you. I rhymed pony with honey and Friday with screenplay. (laughs) Well, that was rough. That was a stretch. That was a stretch. We're talented. But I mean, had you read, had you read it, Chris? You you know, like Friday screenplay, it would have worked. But you just kind of say the words. You know what I should have said? Kim and Sarah invited you to a kissing party. You stayed home and worked on your screenplay. Yeah, that's what you should have done. Would have been a lot better. (laughs) Okay, finally, I wanna die. Well. Ivana, I think you'll get your wish. <laughs> you are in luck, Ivana. Let's smoke some drugs and have some fun. Tonight's the night, by golly. Larry yells and winks at you, then passes you a molly. Hell yeah, you shout. YOLO, bitches! Let's go friggin' nuts! Then you and your friend take your mollies and plug them up your butts. For taking drugs, a price you'll pay before the night is over. 
as you trip, a madman in a Mack truck runs you over. <laughs> didn't know where that was going. Got to be honest. Well, really, see, uh, what really happened, Alex? Was gonna go. I get These it. kids were partying <laughs> he's, and he's decided to take to some Molly, and well, they plugged him up there their bottoms and then uh, while they were tripping out on their drugs some crazy man in a in an 18 wheeler ran ran poor that my fauna die over I'm glad you explained it because when I thought when you said I I didn't know what you meant when you said butts but now that you've explained that it's their bottoms I get it I get it they're hiking those mollies right up their heinies hiking them up their heinies a heiny hike you know heiny hiking is forbidden in Final Girl. It's a bad choice. <laughs> it's on the list of rules. No Just don't put stuff up your butts. Yeah. I don't. would think, well, I mean, unless it was like like medical. If it's a suppository, I guess you could get by. But Oh yeah, like there's medical Molly, Alex. Well, I, I guess there, there actually is. Is there really? Well, sure. In research, what have you, they've had people you know, microdosing or taking Molly or microdosing mushrooms. And, you know, they used to do LSD in studies back in the day before the government made it yeah, illegal. Yeah, but you can't say that that's medical. They're just testing, dr- like, illicit drugs on people. You can't say that's medical. Okay, fine. You win. It's not medical. What about all this medical marijuana? Well, now it's medical marijuana. Now it's actually a medicinal thing. It's used for medicinal purposes. It's not like they were. So, what you're saying is that they should shove medical marijuana up their bottoms? Well, I guess if they did, that wouldn't be doing drugs. Although, like, I guess it would depend on the killer because I don't think Jason would see it that way. Like, Jason would be like, those bastards are smoking pot. He wouldn't check to see if they had, you know, their dispensary card or glaucoma or whatever. He would just smell the pot and boom, dead. So, I, I guess you're right. There is, there's no cutting corners here. I mean, there's. Are the slasher rules going to change now that marijuana is legal? Is that no longer one of the drugs? Well, I guess booze was legal anyway, so he'll kill you for that. Yeah, yep. good point. Okay. Good point. Okay. I guess it's why. I, no, I was going to say I guess it's you know for the reason you use it, but uh, remember the guy in Friday Thirteenth who was in the wheelchair? I'm not saying that he smoked marijuana or drank like because of his uh his handicap you know but i guess maybe he could argue that and be like well you know it helps with you know my depression or whatever it was uh to to have a couple beers he still got that machete right to the face and his wheelchair bounced all the way down the stairs onto the bank of the uh, of the lake so which is one of the yeah. best kills. That's a I good mean, kill. That's, that's a, such a good one. That's a good. That's a good one. What is that? Is that three? That's, I think that's three. That's yeah, you three, hear that? Right? Fuck. That thunk right that's, as it goes in his forehead, and then. Oh. That's a good one. And there's, uh, well, you know what? We're not going to debate the ins and outs. We're not going to go through everything I love about Friday Thirteenth Three, which I do like, but not my favorite. But is. <laughs> Sorry, swallowed my spit wrong. Um, uh, right, so that was Final Girl. <laughs> Sorry. Rest Sorry. in peace, Ruby and Ivana. The rest of you, we have three players left. Good luck, players. We'll see you in the next round. Stick around. Let's move on to when he decides to tape the shotgun around Slick, uh, the Drake, one of Drake's sons, 
He tapes the shotgun around Slick's waist, aimed right at his penis, and then it and so walks out so that you know the, they're all, they're kind of one piece, and uh, then blows off uh, Slick's dick. <laughs> so Slick into a phone booth. Into a phone <laughs> booth. Slick uses the phone to you know call the Drake and be like, "Hey, I'm not gonna make it. He blew my dick off. Whatever." That flap of skin. Or whatever oh, it is. Oh. Was that supposed to be the remainder of his penis? Was I it? I think that's all that's left, just that no, little flap. No Botox is going to fix that penis. <laughs> no, there's no way of smoothing that out. I don't know what that was. I mean, that was just one of the scenes where it was like, I don't even understand what these parts are. Like when like when Rutger Hauer got out of the shopping cart and that cop was all like goo and organs over him, there were like, I mean, I don't know. It looked like balloons filled with water. I mean, it was just like the all the guts in this movie are nonsense. So much blood. More blood than can fit into a human. Yeah, no, no question. So any- one of my favorite kills, it wasn't even one of the big major scenes with any of the major characters. It's when they first introduce us to this little uh, den of iniquity slash fun house slash arcade where uh, the Drake and his boys are hanging out and uh, they're playing bumper cars. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> they hold this guy's head down and two bumper cars come from either side of his head and they run into it. And it just explodes like a watermelon. It's it was glorious. <laughs> and then they get ready for the next one. They do they do one more uh, right after that, but off camera. Well, yeah. and then well then there's the like leads up to the friggin' the uh, what's his name Ivan. He was like, check this out. This is cool, and you're not expecting anything, and just smashes that guy's foot on the. As if, as if the foot was made of clay. It just, like, shatters, right? It's like a gooey mess of blood and shattered foot. Like, no, that, that is not what would happen to your foot in this scenario. But, yes, yes, it was like, uh, you know, like those carnival games where you do the big hammer to see how high you yeah. can shoot. The, it was like that, but it was a guy's foot. It was, oh, God. And, and during that scene, my wife did point out, in the background, because I'm sure the direction from the director is, you know, everybody in the background, do something that looks like you're awful. And so it's just these two guys, like, like punching another guy. And it was the worst fake fight ever. It looked like you and your brother in the backyard, but it was just in the background. It was just, like, fake punching him in the stomach. Ah, oh, this movie. <laughs> All right. I so, did not notice that. I did mm-hmm. not notice that. She always Before we go to, to break, Alex, uh, and hear from our beautiful, uh, wonderful, very supportive, and, and not made up at all sponsors, mm-hmm. uh, do we want to get into any horror news, or do we want to do that on the next one? Uh, I like how we are plotting the show out live on, on Mike, you know, because why not? Why come in prepared? Uh, I also like that you always spring it on me so that I quickly have to think of all the horror news that I may or may not have read this week. Uh, so, so you didn't prepare. So you're gonna get on to me for not being prepared. But you have no horror news. No, prepared. I've got horror news. Horror? It's just like, oh yeah, what did I hear this week? What do I? I mean, come on, guy. I'm on bloody disgusting I mean, every I've day. I've got a of my rundown life. and a script, and I've also got Benson with the cue cards, who you should be looking at, so that you don't get lost. Uh, <laughs> I think we've been pretty upfront that we record these in completely different locations. How would I see Benson's cue cards? I 
You I, just, I did, you no, just I should. <laughs> oh, right. We also, Alex, we also said we do this over places. Zoom naked in the last podcast. So, you know, actually, I should well, be able... I, sh- I should probably be. Able I tried to, see to that. set up a mirror so that you'd be able to see Benson, even though, yeah, he's in the room with me, so that you could see him via the Zoom camera. Um, All right, you're you're right. So, right. do you want to start the hoarders? Do you want me to start it? Well, you just confessed that you're not ready, so I guess I'll go first. All right, so go right ahead. To- Scary stories. Uh, you'll be excited about this one, Alex, because I know you're a big Kane Hodder fan. Ah, uh, that's some of my horror news, but yeah, go on. I am very mm-hmm. excited. Kane Hodder. That... <laughs> you got the same. Do we all have the same news? Uh, right. I mean, we'll that's see. just something I read this week, so I'm excited about it, but go on. Okay, we'll find out if it's the same. Kane Hodder has opened a new macrame and knitting website <laughs> called Hodzy, <laughs> where you can no. get. Personalized, made by Kane Hodder himself, crafts, decorations for the home or office, whatever you need. Is that what you guys had? Uh, well, no, that I didn't have that one. I didn't have that one. So that's news to me, and I'm excited. <laughs> the real news is Kane Hodder is playing Leatherface in the yeah. upcoming The Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game from Gun Interactive. The same guys that brought us the Friday the 13th The Game, which was also played by Kane Hodder. So, but I mean, we're talking motion capture, right? Yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, because it's, be not like leather, it's, it's not, not be like Leatherface around. was real chatty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't say a whole lot. Too busy doing that macrame. Hodsy. Yeah. Man, I, you know what I really love is that you came up with that so fast. You came up with it like almost immediately. That's because it's real. Everybody go to hodsy.net. Check out some of Hodsy's macrame and some knitting, some great looking knitting and cross stitch. Uh, what else yeah. you got? Okay, from... Well, this actually is about the director of this movie, Mr. Jason Eisner, who's made us hobo with a shotgun. He's working on a new uh, movie called Kids vs. Aliens, which just wrapped production up in Halifax, Nova Scotia, uh, where they're from. Uh, Bloody Disgusting, I think, partnered on this. So it's the same director, same writer. If you ever saw VHS 2, uh, he had a segment in that, uh, that anthology that was about kids throwing a sleepover and aliens come and you know craziness ensues but this is kind of i think going to be loosely based on that because eisner i guess that was one of the things that scared him the most as a kid was the fear of you know space aliens from space coming and trying to attack him at home so yeah got that movie on the way kids versus aliens from the director of hobo versus Hobo versus the shotgun. <laughs> Hobo with the shotgun. That's the sequel. Hobo versus the, this is where he tries to overcome his his bloodlust. Ah, I wish Rudker was still around because you know I would probably watch the sequel of Hobo with a shotgun. Uh, what else you got? That's it for me. What do you got? Uh, well, I'm excited. Have you seen the trailer to War Hunt? It is a Never world. Heard of it. It's a World War Two. Uh, set horror movie it's it appears to be supernatural so of course i'm on the fence but mickey rourke is in it and he looks amazing in the trailer we all know what mickey rourke's face looks like now so he should only star exclusively in horror movies at this point but uh (laughs) he's got an eye patch he's got a leather coat 
Well, I, you know, no offense, you know, to you, Mickey Rourke, but uh, <laughs> Mickey Rourke knows what he did with his life. Anyway, he's, he's just, been through a lot. He boxed a lot. I think that's why he had yeah. to have all that reconstructive surgery. Yeah, he was he was a boxer. Some of it was vanity, vanity. Some of it was repair. But and you movie, know, when, now when I think of Mickey Rourke's current face, it reminds me of the guy in Maniac Cop, whose name I can't remember right now. The guy with cherubism. Oh, uh, <laughs> crap. Oh, reach deep. Reach deep. I Come can't. On. Why uh, can't I think of this guy's name? I know. We'll just hand it over to the guest for any uh, any <laughs> trivia. We can't say it. Hey, Jacoby. One second. <laughs> What's that the name of that guy? It was something with a Z or something. It was weird. It was like Z- Zadar. Robert Zadar. Robert Zadar. Robert Zadar. Ooh, I think we might have it. I think, it I think I got Robert it. Zadar. I think I got it. But we well, are still waiting Jacoby, for you. Jacoby, are you verifying? <laughs> We're still waiting for you to confirm, Jacoby. <laughs> Jacoby lives in it's Madagascar. Matt the Cornell. internet's very slow. It requires no, a drink. Zadarsky. Zadarsky. Huh. Uh, that, well, uh, the 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 bad the villain's name is Officer Matthew Cordell, but yeah, the actor was Robert Zadarsky, and that's Okey the guy. Dokey. That's the guy who suffered from cherubism, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the yeah. We're pretty close. Come on. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> I, I think we did amazingly well. Anyway, so I the reason I'm excited about this is I do like Mickey Rourke. I thought he was great in the Spider Man movie where he played. What did he play? Whiplash. And he's a he's a good bad guy. I don't know that he's a bad guy in this. You can't really tell from the trailer necessarily. But it looks really good. And what I really dig about it is that, it is that it's set in the World War II era. This plane goes down and they find these like bodies with their internal organs missing. So I'm kind of excited about that. I'm also excited about this. This is arguably horror. And I think probably a little bit based on a book that I've read, but it's a spoof and you've probably seen this. There's the, it's a Netflix series that's coming out. Kristen Bell's going to star in it. And it's called the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. And just the title alone. I'm like, I'm in. And it's Kristen Bell who I love. She's so funny. And she's so, you know, like, I mean, she's so set on when she's in something like that you know she's going to play it so sarcastically and so perfectly and it's so it's kind of it looks like it's going to be this like suspense rear windowy bad neighbor next door kind of thing and uh, I didn't know it was going to be Kristen Bell I mean I knew this was coming out I'd heard about it and it looks like she's going to be the person in it and I'm pretty stoked about it because you know I love when horror and comedy overlaps like that's it's hard to do if they do it right it's often you know one of my favorite things and uh i am very excited about this because i like kristen yeah. bell a lot yeah you do you got a crush on her is she one of your passes uh i don't think she's one of my passes but uh i mean i can talk about it with my wife i know my wife likes kristen bell a lot so if if nothing else i i think my wife would allow an invitation in you better be careful though, because she's she's married to what's his name, Dax Shepard, and he likes he likes the fist fights. So be careful. You know, make I, sure you've got a pass from him as, too. As long as we're talking about Dax Shepard, Dax Shepard is one of those people who I cannot explain to you why I do not like because I think he's <laughs> funny. Uh, I like everything he's in. Uh, uh-huh. In real life, he seems like a nice guy. I like what he does professionally. He's married to an actress that I think is great. I just don't like Dak Shepard. He must have done something to me when I was younger. 
Now, is this one of these things where, like, when you very first saw his face, you're like, I don't like this guy's face? Or I mean, did maybe. Over time, you developed a dislike for him? He has been in shows I like. He's been in movies I like. I always like the characters he plays. And when you see him interviewed, he's the nicest, funniest guy. Why don't I like Dak Shepard? Somebody tell know. me. I don't know. I like Dak Shepard. Why it's, don't you like him? I mean, it's like. What did Dax ever do to you? I don't I know. I have the same hatred, and I don't know why. For for you Dak don't Shepard? like him either. Yeah, that's why I was just keeping quiet. I was like, How? I I don't How? get it. I don't get it. I know that I don't like Justin Long for a couple of reasons. Another one of the most oh, lovable guys in Hollywood, again. right? I don't like Justin Long. Wait, because he played Jacoby. A... You don't like Justin Long either. No, no, we... I love Justin Long. I've just talked okay, about it on the show before. I know I like that I got mad when he married Drew Barrymore because that meant she was off the market, and I have always uh, had a crush. And he's better than Drew Barrymore. Come on. Oh, of course there is, but I had a crush since I was a kid, so like that made me mad. Sure, and I had then... a crush on her when she was in the ET. Oh yeah, and oh, then God. in Jeepers <laughs> Creepers, he played a guy named Derry, and that bothered me. Derry. It bothered me that, that his, his name, name was Derry. His name was Derry. <laughs> you think he was named that like to for to reference it maybe? I I think he was named that to make me mad. Probably. Because it's that it's God one of the reasons on his belly button makes me mad. Oh god, that one too. Oh. Wait, what belly button? I missed that. From Jeepers Creepers. The belly button. Mm. Remind me. Let He's got see, a Godsmack man. tattoo on his belly button or something. Derry has a Godsmack tattoo on his belly button? Yeah, look. Look it up. <laughs> I forgot. No, I totally forgot this part. Just like Google it. it. You'll since see it. Since it first came out. The huh. only, only person I remember having a, a tummy tattoo is uh, Cisco. You know? Tong to tong, tong, tong. What do you mean? A lot of, you don't remember Thug Life? Tupac? Uh, did he have a stomach tattoo? Dude, he had the most famous stomach tattoo, arguably, yeah. in the entire universe. It does say Thug Life, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, like, huh. that's why I got mine. I haven't gotten mine yet. I don't know mine what to get. Mine says Fucktown. Mine says Alex. <laughs> mine says Thug Life. <laughs> I am representing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We have we have gone way off the rails here. Uh, do you got any horror news you want to add, Jacoby, or you want us to go to break? Uh, what's uh, Nicholas Cage is going to be Dracula? What? Oh, this is it's news to me. About damn time! Yeah, there's a uh, the movie is coming out. One second, I just had it. He's going to be a good Dracula. I mean, I wonder if they're going to try to go serious or who's directing or if it's going to be totally over I'm the here top. to suck your blood. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my Nicolas Cage's Dracula case. Yeah, the movie's going to be called Renfield. Okay. All right. And it's is, he actually, be... is he actually Dracula? Yeah, he's Dracula. That's he's the leading awesome. vampire. Huh. <laughs> So. Yeah, I can see that. I, I want to suck your blood. What is this? What is this? This is your Nicholas Cage. Yeah, I think this is spot on. I, you he, mark my words right like, now. Nick Cage. Yeah, no, I'm I'm doing the more the Listen. the more recent like insane Nick Cage where he just yells lines for no reason and then for whatever reason goes ah! at the end. That's that's my Nick Cage. 
Listen, I totally want to make out with you, but I'm also going to try to suck your blood. <laughs> that's Keanu Keano Reeves as Dracula. That was a- <laughs> Keanu Dracula. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, Oddly I, enough, Keanu was in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, yep. hey, yeah, he was, wasn't he? The Francis Ford Coppola one, yeah. Because they tried to get Nick Cage, but he kept going, I'm going to suck your blood! <laughs> and and they were like, this is not going to work. Let's, let's get Keanu on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and with that, I think we're going to go to commercial but we're definitely not going to go anywhere. We're going to stay right here together where it's safe. Me, <laughs> me and Harry Balsanya and Alex, our lovable co-host. We'll be right back. No. no. <laughs> Carol, you're late again. I know, I'm sorry. My alarm went off, but my husband turned it off and we fell back asleep. You know what? You need to try Alarm Trocution. Alarm Trocution? I use it with my wife. You hook these little diodes up to your partner and in the morning, they'll get a shot. And I promise you, they won't turn off the alarm and you'll be wide awake. Okay, I'll give it a try. One week later, Carol, you're back from vacation. How was it? And I see you're right on time. Vacation? I've been mourning the death of my husband. Alarm trocution killed him. But I bet you didn't fall back asleep, did you? Bill, the police are investigating this as a homicide. I thought you used this with your wife. I did, and now I have a beautiful girlfriend. You mean your wife is dead? Alarm trocution! Patent pending. Welcome back, guys. It's your special guest. Where's the horror section? AKA Stink Pickle, AKA Harry Balls on you, whatever you want to call me. I'm here with the amazing hosts, Alex and Micah, or Micah and Alex. I don't want to leave any of them out. No, my name usually goes first. You did it right. Okay. Only because it's first in the alphabet, sure, not because sure, you're why. more important. Because, right. come and, on. <laughs> gotcha. Well, we are talking about the gory, the crunchy the lovely kills in hobo with a shotgun oh, and your pick so by the way your pick yep. uh which i thought was a unique i was so excited when i heard this but now watching it i don't know i mean it is more grindhouse than it is horror there's no question but i mean if you're looking i i would challenge you to find uh, a horror movie that has this kill count yeah, or just the the volume, Gore. the gallons and gallons mm-hmm. of blood and guts. I would like and you just guys total said insanity. You guys said three million on the budget. Yeah, I yeah. bet easily one million of that went to Rutger Hauer. One million of that went to blood. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. since we had to watch Hobo with the shotgun, I think we should talk a little bit about the man responsible for us having to watch this movie, Jacoby. Uh, all right. We, in addition to you listening to our show, we, we follow you. We know you're uh, a big fan of horror. Yep. Also, I think you do some design work too. Did I, is that oh, right? Oh, really? Yeah, I got some, I got some stuff, like uh, some designs like, like for uh, shirts and things like that. Just kind of just when I'm bored, doing stuff, put, throw random shit together. 
There's I mean, some cool designs on there too. But also, a guy we always tout. This guy knows his horror on this on this uh, podcast. And I mean, if you if you can follow this guy, he just got on Twitter, but apparently not very active because I messaged him no, last night and he, to, uh, he tell him what he you're wearing today. So ghosted me. Easy. Let the audience know uh, what are you wearing right now. Uh, give them your license plate number so it'll be easy for them to follow you. Okay, I'm wearing a only a sock on a very convenient place. Cool, cool. And my license plate number is Spray Fart. Ah. Oh, good old Spray That's Fart. Cool. You had to pay extra for that one, I, I'm yeah. sure. Okay, yeah. so we know you love horror. <laughs> Tell us, let's Barbara Walters this motherfucker. Oh, so, you're gonna make him cry. Jacoby, Barbara Walters. This tell us a little bit uh, about your uh, origins. What was, was there a first horror movie that got you turned on? Uh, what What do you first remember in the world of horror? How did you get to be, you know, a maestro of horror films? I like this. So, I was three years old. I had an amazing dad. <laughs> Let me watch Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. You're uh, shitting me. When you were three? When I was three. He's like, you're three, so we'll watch part three. That's not a bad intro. To wow. Horror. And then the next one, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's, <laughs> that's a rough one for me. a three-year-old, yeah. yeah. He I was three to, and a half by the time he watched yeah, Massacre. Okay. Well, the, the weird thing, like, a, he kept on showing me these, even though I was scared of all these. And I remember there was this one that really got to me. It's not scary now, but uh, it was called Carnosaur. And it was because yeah. I was so afraid of dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. Wow, the fact carnosaur. that this thing was even more like ripping apart people more than a velociraptor. It scared the shit out of me. But then it started growing into this thing that I just, I really love darker, like, like horror stuff. Army of Darkness kind of broke that for me. Like I saw Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2 with my dad, but then Army of Darkness broke me into like being like, oh, it's it's silly it's funny <laughs> i don't have to be traumatized <laughs> yeah but i was when i was a kid i was so traumatized i used to think that uh chucky jason uh michael myers were under my bed trying oh, to buddy. stab me in the back from underneath my bed and if i wrapped myself in a blanket they couldn't get through the blanket <laughs> so that makes sense but then my brain started thinking what if what if they upgrade their knife and it can go through one blanket so I'd sleep with two blankets wrapped around Kevlar blanket. It was it was so but eventually yeah, I grew into it and now it's like everyone's like, Oh, if you need to know about a horror movie, go ask Alex. Go, or Jacoby. Oh yeah, by the way, everybody Jacoby his, will be his like, name oh, is also yeah, yeah. Alex, but he goes by Jacoby. <laughs> To cut down on but, confusion today, but, so I didn't have to talk to two Alexes. Because let's these, be honest, these are enough. the that memory that, that that thing you shared right there in the bed, thinking they're there going to get you. I'm sure a lot of people listen to that. Probably not the people who listen to this podcast because they're you know horror fans, but certainly a, a thing they can relate to. But a lot of people would listen, you know, hear that story and think, "Oh God, how horrible!" That's why I don't watch horror movies. That's exactly why I watch horror movies. I mean, I talked on this podcast before about, you know, watching uh, the the Michael Myers movies, watching Halloweens with my stepbrother and my stepsister uh, and going to bed on the pallet on the floor and then just knowing, 
he was out that window looking in, which is, you know, of course that's asinine, right? I mean, it's, it's a movie character, but you're, you know, you're a little kid and, and something about that triggered something that made me love horror. And so to, I guess to keep up with the Barbara Walters thing, do you ever tell your dad how much you appreciate that when you visit him in prison? (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, my dad passed away. And this has been another edition of Slasher. I hardly know everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We're out of here. This was the final episode. Oh, no, I, I gotta tell him a little bit, but I think he knows. He knows. So, (laughs) I mean, I feel you on the, uh, the monsters under the bed. It was Freddy Krueger for me. I knew he was under my bed. And I tried to make friends with him and it didn't work. I was still scared. (laughs) It was my stepmom for me. That's, you know, like you think that's what a weird story that somebody's dad or their mom or whatever would turn a kid onto this stuff. And it was my stepmother, man. I mean, like it was she was like, oh, well, it's Halloween. Let's watch Halloween. And we watched the original Halloween. And that's what did it, man. I mean, there's no question in my mind how I, you know, like I know the moment that I was into horror. And it was because my stepmom who, you know, was a teenager when, you know, and going to the movies to see Halloween when it came out was like, yeah, I think you're old enough. Was it a bad decision parenting wise? I don't know. Maybe, Uh, maybe maybe it's not a choice a lot of parents would make, but I always have that. Like I always will have that connection with my stepmother that she's the one who said, yeah, I think you're old enough. Let's do it. And Boom. I mean, like, this has been one of the joys of my life have been horror movies. So the fact that your dad did it when you were a kid, that is so cool. Because you get you get to connect that for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I, I know he, like, Tales from the Crypt, he got me into that, too. I thought the Crypt Keeper was the funniest thing ever. He's back into hobo. Uh, Do you want to explain the uh, lawnmower thing at all? Because, I, I mean... May I'm sure one of you, probably you, Jacoby, explain, uh, uh, understands this better than I do. His his dream was to just cut lawns, right? I mean, like that was his dreams. I what was it? We cut the lawns. You smile or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you grow it. We cut it. We you grow it. <laughs> we cut it. So I was completely off. Also, <laughs> I don't think there was one blade of grass in this movie, was there? Maybe like one. Yeah. And then it got burned by a co- Molotov cocktail. Or something. Yeah, right, right. I mean, there was, <laughs> oh, God, speaking of Molotov cocktails, that was a death we should talk about. The homeless mother and her child, her baby, in the dumpster, cowering oh, from the people. He opens it up, on. tosses a Molotov cocktail. I mean, they, this movie is absolutely brutal. Ruthless. Yeah. Ruthless, yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. word for it. They're just sitting there like, please don't, please don't. <laughs> Burns them. <laughs> and that loads them. We we killed. I mean, I thought they were going to shoot the toddler. I mean, the the infant in the stroller. Oh, I did too. The pawn Hands shop. Down. I thought that was going to happen. I was like, well, they surely they won't. And I'm like, wait, I've seen some of this movie already. They probably will. They they burned all those babies on a bus. Oh god. No, they had to. They had to allow that one liner he says when he in the pawn shop. What did he say? 
He's like, I'll be sleeping in your bloody carcasses tonight. <laughs> yeah. God, there were so many of those. I mean, like, this is one of those movies that had it actually been an exploitation film that came out in the 80s that, you know, Siskel and Ebert would have just absolutely railed against and said, you know, this is what's wrong with the youth of America and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> they would have labeled it a video nasty. Right. But what they what they wouldn't have understood then is because this is grindhouse that's what you're that's what you're getting into you can't walk away and say well it was too this for me it was too that for me this isn't a horror movie where they were like well let's make this death gratuitously awful for no reason that's what these movies are you know what i mean oh, yeah. they i mean they're not trying to ride some line they're trying to blow your face off for an hour and a half and and don't watch these movies if you're not into that. I mean, I this is this movie completely up my alley? No, I don't like a ton of Grindhouse. I mean, I watch plenty of it, but it's not like my favorite genres or anything. But it's not like when I go in and I see, you know, people being exploded into a million bloody pieces and kids being killed with a flamethrower. Yeah, I don't want that to happen in real life. But they're not doing that in this movie because, oh, we want to get a reaction out of this one death. They want this whole movie to be that. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it is. I Have you ever seen a movie like this, Alex, Jacoby? Are there any other hobo with the shotguns out there? Uh, or we were talking about, well, you talked about uh, Turbo, Turbo Kid. Kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Feast. You think Feast um, is, you think Feast, really? You put that on the list? Oh, you got to get to the third one. Oh, I, yeah, I've not watched the third one, no. Right, and the then uh, Deathgasm. 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 100% Deathgasm. But, I mean, again, that's what these movies are. I mean, they're not, they're, it's not like you went in going, oh, I'm going to see a normal horror movie, and it ended up being that. That's what it was going in. I mean, what was uh, what was Quentin Tarantino's Grindhouse movie called? Uh, Death Proof. Death Proof. That. Yeah. That was a tribute to this stuff. It was ridiculous. It was over the top. And I think because it was Quentin Tarantino doing it, people understood, oh, he's paying tribute to these movies that exist. Whereas Just like some Robert Rodriguez too. Yeah. Well, those movies he are over makes the top in a different way. kids like Grindhousey, which is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, Spy Kids just got mentioned on this podcast. We we just name dropped Spy Kids on this podcast. Hey, Micah. Yeah, hit me. I'm going to ask you a question here. I'm listening. Do you have any idea what time it is? Uh, Let's see here. Let's see. Uh, it's five past. Uh, oh, my God. It's Final Girl O'Clock. That is exactly the time. It's actually Final Girl one so we're a minute late, but... Yeah, it's time to do this. Round three, baby. All right. In the last two rounds, we lost Miss Ruby Kane. Rest in peace. Miss Ivana Die did indeed die. Got her wish. Got her wish. We have three players left. Let's spin that wheel and see what happens. Wow, the wheel is sprightly today. It was going, man. Some of that oil off of your body must have leaked onto it at some point. It's finally okay. got there. Thank God it did. First up, Mary Axmas. 
You know what? I hope that Ivana's brother comes back to avenge her death. Her brother, Ivan T. Die. Ivan T. Die? Mm-hmm. Ivan T. Ivan T. Die. I was trying to get there, but I couldn't get there. All right. So, uh, what were you saying? Mary Axmas. <laughs> Round three. Let's see what happens to Mary. Bend over, you wench. Present your ass. My hand's itching for a spank, says Calvin. So you snarl at him and call him a little wank. You survived. What? What is this? <laughs> Medieval final girl? What the hell happened in that one? Uh, I don't know. You know, the partner, uh, my, my partner in life, my better half, she's been watching a lot of some fucking show that's just all about murder and sex and wearing period clothing and uh, it's a lot of that so maybe that's what was bouncing around in that, that head of mine what's period clothing like big panties <laughs> yeah you know, big panties are bad don't wear white pants you know uh, period clothing so it's not 15 episode 15 is going to be our final episode it's this one how about that we only made it to 14 before we got cancelled Ah. Holly Hatchet back again. All right. I'm married and have a daughter. <laughs> they love me. That's you think it's going to get you un, un-me-tooed or uncanceled? I don't, I don't know that that would actually get you me-tooed, but... Uh, oh, God, so I much. I think we're allowed to make period jokes, right? Are we? I don't know. I don't know. It's It just kind of presented itself. We're uh, in love with humans who have periods. This is true. This is true. And and I've spent an inordinate amount of time in the aisle buying feminine hygiene products when I, I don't know. It's that it, it's that time. You know, my wife goes with me to the store every time I go to the store pretty much. And then yeah. it seems like every time that she needs something like that, or my daughter does, uh, that's the time I went alone. And it's not like I'm, it's not some kind of like everybody loves Raymond moment where I'm like, oh, God, oh, gross, I don't know what to do. It's, well, at least aren't for me, huh? It's literally like, oh, uh, what am I supposed I to get? I can't do right. <laughs> it's, it's literally like, what am I supposed to get? And it's just like, oh, I don't know. It's the one with the this or the that. And I'm like, well, just tell me the brand and I'll, I'll get that. And they're like, oh, I don't remember. It's, it's the, it's the one, it's got like a green leaf on the package and, that, so that's my angst when I'm there. It's like, I'm going to get the wrong one. I'm going to go back. and it's Green leaf. Are you buying some kind of eco-friendly organic recycled pad? Actually, that's what I thought, of course, when they told me that. But as it ends up, uh, they just use leaves. <laughs> bag of leaves. Final girl death. Oh, yes. Let's get to Holly Hatchet. I'm so 2008. You're so 2000 and late. For your period. <laughs> what? Did you just make this up? <laughs> no. Did you just now make this up on the fly? Because we were talking it's about periods. It's just kismet, bro. Are it's you just serious? It worked out like that, yeah. Oh, my God. You were working up to it by saying period clothing. <laughs> you were trying to get us here, weren't you? I wish I was smart enough to pull that off. Wow, that is that is uncanny. That is All right. amazing. <clears throat> Let me get my poetry reading voice ready <clears throat> me 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 I'm so 2008 you're so 2000 and late for your period 
but no worries, you're not preggers. In fact, you've never juggled balls. There's no bun in your virgin oven. It's just early onset menopause. You survived. <laughs> I did not know where that one was gonna go. Oh, wow. God damn, I'm an artist. And Way to go, writers! Hey, writers' room, good job yeah, this good time. Good job, writers' room. I think they had. You know, we got some younger guys in there now. <laughs> Coming yeah. up with some good stuff. It's that how that works. The younger guys immediately write the menopause jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, we've got one death. Who is our kill here? <laughs> thank you for the drum roll, sir, and uh, thank you for your service. The drum roll. <laughs> the drum roll. Alex, drum roll, please. <laughs> I think that's going to be a recurring thing. You're going to have to do the drum roll from now on. Good news, easy impression to do. Hey, kids, listeners, look for those drum roll shirts coming soon. <laughs> All right, Marilyn. Oh, Marilyn Merlot. Damn. That's a a great name. It is a great name. I'm sorry, Marilyn. Your crew has a bright idea for some shenanigans after dark. They want to get show-wasted and break into a closed-down theme park. It sounds like a creepy good time, you say, so you shake and say it's a deal. Later that night, when you're looking down, someone pushes you from the top of the Ferris wheel. Did I say for top? You said a lot of things. Anyway, they pushed you from the top of the Ferris and wheel. And you're I'm dead. Sorry, Marilyn. That I'm is so sad. sorry. That is sad. I was. I am definitely sorry to see Marilyn go. So a lot of lives lost on this show. There's lot, three dead people. One yeah. Episode, oh, this. Dead. I mean, we have a lot of fun here, but it's not fun for everyone. That is for sure. So that means who do we have surviving? Who goes into the final round of Final Girl? It's come down to two: Mary Axmas and Holly Hatchet. Wow, the two Christmassy girls. To be continued. All right. So we what, like where do we end? Like. Oh, what you kill just, were we at? You just you just pick a spot, man. I mean, okay. like, uh, well, I mean, I think so, I think okay. the yeah, most yeah, we were recent at the police officer. <laughs> well, the most I think the most recent death we talked about was Slick getting his dick blown off. Okay, mm. the dick, the slick dick, got it. Oh, that's After right. We, still Ivan, get, we have to get to the Ivan plague. Gets too. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to the plague yet. <laughs> the toaster oh yeah okay so after dick the reason why slick gets his dick shot off is because he was trying to cut abby's head off with a hacksaw oh yeah i forgot Uh, like slowly sawing through like her clavicle i forgot about that while the hobo's fighting a guy in some uh, hockey skates (laughs) he's why kicking does, the hobo in the back with hockey skates. Why does he wear the hockey skates? Did he do it for the whole movie? Because when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, is he always had those on? Because at one I point they... it's like a Canadian humor type of thing. Uh-huh. Like, ha, ha, ha. Canadian. Because they do, they do kill another guy with skates. Like, they throw the skate into him, right? Yeah, the, the TV host. Yeah, that's right. That's how, oh, Yeah, that's exactly. Right. That's how the anchor gets killed. Is they, like, like, well, I guess he gets killed, but they... <laughs> Throw a fucking skate into his chest. Uh, well, you see a lot of the like the mob has like hockey's too. Is that right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's right. They, yeah, they have the hockey sticks and stuff. 
about yeah, like I guess he just it's like supposed to be intimidating having blades on your feet. Plus, he knows like apparently he knows kung fu in a way because he's like kicking and stuff. In a way, <laughs> yeah. In a way, <laughs> he knows the Canadian fu. Oh, so he's kicking the hobo with the uh, with the the, uh, the the skates on the ice skates, but the hobo he grabs a toaster, so one yeah. of those kicks ends up in a toaster which is plugged in which fries one of these uh shades wearing freak sons of the what was the the dad's name the slade the the drake the drake the drake thank you <laughs> the, the, the sons of the drake uh yeah and he fries he gets electrocuted it gives him a little electrocuted goatee he grows black makes, on his chin it makes him it makes him come to fruition if you know what i'm saying Oh, that's right. That's right. Because that's what he, he yells. Has an orgasm you made me come. Uh, <laughs> while his brother's in there with a hacksaw, cutting this girl who miraculously hasn't bled to death uh, as he's just sawing back and forth on her neck. And then where do we head after that? Uh, after that, so they run. Uh, the hobo runs Abby to the hospital, which he has to oh, threaten his right. way in yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to get her help. Which then, like, <laughs> which is the most ridiculous, one of the most ridiculous sequences because he's running down the hallway on the cart with the doctors. Yeah, he's riding on this it. guy's bottle, just starts pouring <laughs> vodka all over her open wound under duct tape. And the just doctors are like, you can't do that. fix her. <laughs> but then, which, uh, which causes the Drake after he finds out his son's dead mm -hmm. to call in the plague the plague let's talk are... about the plague shall we <laughs> yeah so the plague go on go on the plague are demons <laughs> they're actually demons mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah okay how did, I, I didn't get that i i saw that they showed their whatever the plague's lair there's lightning there's things going on at some point later they're fighting back some kind of tentacle tentacled creature uh while the hobo's in a in a box but how do, how do we find out they're demons i must have um, missed that you you'll start to like if you want to see it again you'll notice a wall with all these famous figures on it like so there was like jesus with a red x Jonah yeah, I remember Mark. that. So they they're like these demons that have been around for thousands of years and they get hired to kill the red mark across people. the face means they've killed it. Yeah. So, so these guys killed Jesus and Joan of Arc and now they're adding the hobo to the list. That's why they marked the red across his face. Yep. Yeah. Oh. So it's like this I... weird thing. They've been around only like certain bad people know about it or whatever. <laughs> But you, yeah, you it's, be... it's it should have went more into it. <laughs> so, I don't know if I, I had ever to look it up put myself. That together. I was like, "What the hell is the plague?" Like, it was a little confusing. It was a little. Uh, it was tough to follow. Yeah, they're ancient assassins. Let's call ancient them that. Assassins. There were also uh, there were references to the plague throughout the movie. There was some, I can't I don't remember what the first one was. I caught it right up. Oh well, I'll tell you what. I caught it in the credits. Somebody wrote the plague, or this is based on the plague, or directed by so and so who directed the plague. Something like that was in the credits, 
And then also in that first arcade scene, when uh, they go up to the kid and they're like, you owe Slick, Slick and his brother go up to the kid and you're like, you owe me money. You need to pay me this money or whatever. And then they throw his face into that pile of Coke, which is a thing that happens in this movie. He's playing a video game called The Plague. Oh, yeah. 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 But yeah. but I digress. Go on. <laughs> now I'm wondering if I need to rewatch Hobo with a Shotgun. You don't. And look for all you the do, deeper you, you features. You do not. No, I'll tell you right now. Don't go watch it. We got. I've to, seen we, it enough for both of you, so you're we've, good. We've got two more movies to watch, and I'm going to reveal them here in a bit. Okie dokie. Before we do that, should we get a word from our lovely sponsors? Um, Lovely? You, you want to go with Lovely? I mean, they, they help us. They pay for this show. The hell they, are, they do. They're keeping the lights on. The hell they are. This is all coming out of my pocket. My rich daddy's trust fund money. That's taking my money, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite honestly, it's costing us $7 to make this podcast because I forgot that I uh, I had actually used the service to put Jacoby on uh, back, when, back when we had Scott. And they were like, no, no, no. You don't get a free trial anymore. And uh, so oh, I'd, I'd pay 7 bucks. So those bastards they got me but uh, that said ringer a great tool for your podcasting needs got people all over the country that you want on your podcast ringer is the key the sound quality amazing and we'll sync it for you for free try ringer find us at r-i-n-g no wait there's no e all right well r-i-n-g We'll be, we'll be right back. Don't say that again. <laughs> is, is Ringer actually a sponsor? Because it sounds like it. I was trying. I was working for it, baby. Hi there. Remember me? I'm the Keeper of Souls. I was in a commercial featured on Slasher I hardly know her months ago. Are you like me and sick of hearing the same old commercials? Well, there's something you can do about it. Write your own fucking commercials. It takes time to record these episodes and edit them. I don't see you volunteering to edit them. I don't know how to edit them. What is edit them? But seriously, we haven't received any emails. No complaints through Insta message. I just picture you there complaining because you had to listen to a Lomdracution once again. Well, fuck you. Record your own commercial. Send them in to slasher I hardly know her at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, you can if you want. You won't. I'm just kidding. Seriously, though, give me your soul. Let me do Alex's uh, FM radio DJ. Welcome back. Welcome back to Slash here at Haley Nowhere. Or let me do your Nick uh, uh, Cage. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> Come on. Welcome back. You telling me that's not a good Nick Cage? You just did a good Nick Cage by Im- impersonating me doing Nick Cage. That's a good Nick Cage. <laughs> 
You know, I, I never really put that much thought into it. I, I, I love Nick Cage. I love watching him. I've seen Andy Samberg uh, do his his Nick Cage impression. This is good. Did you guys? Did you guys ever? Did you guys ever see the Nick Cage movie? It's probably five, six years old. Probably went straight to video. I don't know, but it's a home invasion movie. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm I'm surprised, Jacoby, that you don't know it. I'm surprised you didn't just like jump in and go, yeah. Well, like I'm thinking about Nicholas Cage movies. Nick Cage, home invasion. My wife is here. She'd know exactly what it is. It is Mandy. called it is called Trespass. And okay. if, yeah, I haven't if, seen that one. If you don't do don't don't go see it. I think Nicole Kidman's in it. I think that's right. Is that right? That can't wow. be right. Yep, she's I in it. I missed that one somehow. Yeah, Nick Cage, said, Nicole don't Kidman. Don't go see it. Don't go see it. Did it's, that make negative dollars? It is so bad. I have no idea how much money it made. I don't know anything about it other than it made, made 10.1 10. 10. million dollars. 10.1. Yeah, I don't know what the and it, you got to assume Nick Cage and Nicole Kidman that was probably their salary. But uh it is so stupid. It's one of those movies where every single decision that the people in the movie make is wrong. From the bad guys to the good guys, nobody's making any decisions that make any sense in that movie. And he is like over the top bad in it. It's like, I mean, obviously he did that to pay off his boat or, you know, whatever. He was just like, yeah, sure. I, you know, my note on, on the house is this much. I need to make this much so I can pay it off. It was so fucking terrible. And 30 8.7 million dollars for their budget. Oh my mm. god, and they made 10.1. 10.1. It is a bad movie, man. I mean, like if if you if there's some deal where like you and your friends get together, it's like, "Okay, I brought the worst movie. Bring this movie." So bad. Really? It's that bad? Is it it's, so bad it's funny? No, or no, is no, it no, just no. bad. No, because you know, I hate home invasion movies because home yeah. inv- the my my bitch about home invasion movies is they all fucking happen in real time. So it's like I'm being home invaded for the whole fucking movie. Like I what really, the- wa- I, I wanted to love the strangers and it was like, my God, like I felt like one of the victims in that movie who was constantly looking at his watch going, God, when are they going to get out of the house? I mean, you know, like I got shit to do. And <laughs> have you seen the collector or, Oh, yeah, you're that's next? a good one. Ooh, I've not. No, no, no. What was the other one? I, I I've seen the collector. You're that next? was excellent. You're next. Oh yeah, I've next. seen I've seen your next probably three times. I but think. the collector is, it's a double home invasion movie, pretty much. Yeah, so I did, liked the collector. So that is was that weird? So is that like where they like invade your house and then also the pool house behind you, or is it no. where like two someone, people? Someone invades the house, which has already been invaded by a serial killer. And he ends up having to save the people he was going to rob. Shit. Yeah. That's deep. <laughs> From the serial killer. So I can get yes. into that. I can it's get pretty into that. good. It's pretty creepy. The the killer, uh, it's, it's a good costume. He's got some good weapons, too. It's, it's kind of fucked up. I could get into that. I, I that, that sounds like something I could do. Because, see, that's, what it, that's my problem with the home invasion movies. Again, yes, they happen in real time. But also... They're just too realistic. I came here for a little bit of separation from reality. And so I don't, you know, home invasions, that's, you know, that's a real thing. Michael Myers, eh, not so much. You know, Jason Voorhees, eh, not so much. But a home invasion movie, yeah, sure, that could happen 
any of us tonight, right? And and God willing, it doesn't. But uh, I would love the twist on it. And I don't feel like most of them take that route. Like, oh, it'll be a home invasion movie, but. And Trespass certainly does not. Do not go watch it unless you just really need a bad movie. Or if you want to see Nick Cage do some of the worst acting he's ever done in his life. You know what? Okay. I think I'm going to use the plot from The Collector. If I do have people invade my home tonight, I'm going to act really scared and go, like, if they break in, they're like, give us your money. I'll be like, please help us. He's in the bathroom. He's going to kill us all. There's the killer. Please go get help. Would it just confuse them enough that they'd leave? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think they'd say shut up and maybe put a shotgun in your face and you might risk getting that face blown off as you would if you were a bad guy <laughs> in the movie Hobo with a Shotgun. With a shotgun. That's called a segue, folks, and I got us here. So uh, I want you guys to wrap up uh, this for me because it does get a little convoluted at the end. Hobo with a Shotgun yeah. seems like a pretty straightforward premise until we get to the end. Until we get to the plague. Until we get <laughs> the to plague yes. comes. the plague yes. comes, and then action assassins. And even then we get to the big finale, which oh, so yep. Here we're gonna we're gonna run through this. <laughs> yep, let's go. Let's do the plague it. Comes. Abby stitches neck, goes to the pawn shop with the sh the hobo shotgun. Montage, montage, <laughs> making badass weapons makes the lawnmower into a workable lawnmower shield uh -huh. <laughs> adds a hatchet to the end of the shotgun saws <laughs> it <up>. off uh -huh. <laughs> um, so then the plague brings the hobo to this giant like it, a coliseum type of thing in the middle of these buildings with the drake cheering and having all these people cheer on they put him the hobo into a manhole which then uh, they're about to noose his head off. For our audience, and up. like a street manhole. <laughs> Go on. <Yeah>. The glory <laughs> hole. And you've That's got all these people up in the stands. Glory. They're probably a good 10, 15 feet up, just like ah, yelling. It, it's, it's, you, Coliseum was the right <laughs> word. It is. It's like a fucking Coliseum. It's like Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. But uh, then there's, yeah, he's in the glory hole. <laughs> that's what they called it the glory hole yep then she abby shows did. up shows up and she threatens to kill uh the drake's son last son which then drake doesn't care he shoots his only son his last son which was what was his name ivan ivan Poor Ivan. Why was one named Slick and the other one's named Ivan? That doesn't seem fair. Bro, because he didn't care about Ivan. So. That's true. Yeah. He, he was clear about that. Slick was his Makes favorite. His did Slick die from getting his dick blown off? Is that what killed him? Yes, he did. That was what killed him? Because he says, you know, I'm not going to make it, and he kind of goes off, but I guess that, yeah, okay. That's what killed him. You were a pretty rad. Well, the, the school bus 
the burning school bus shows up, it's like his ride to hell. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's in the back, so, like, yeah. screaming. Yeah, I forgot about I that. I didn't know if that was supposed to be a dream sequence, but now that we're talking about the plague being no, the plague, assassins, yeah. did he literally get <laughs> taken to hell on a bus? I guess Maybe. he did, because, like, you know, when he says I'm going or I'm dying or whatever, I, I, I forgot about the school bus thing. He does get, like, dragged away by the burnt out school bus and he is in the back like screaming or whatever i couldn't remember yes. if i saw slick again but of course i didn't did you notice his glasses were on at some point and then they disappear and then they were back his shades kept disappearing oh really back. no I he's looking out the that. back window of the bus i did not yeah. notice that but you know maybe that's part of the plague because that it's... was certainly an inexplicable part of this movie if there was yes yeah. could yeah, be yeah. more and we're at the finale and so yeah, the Drake has shot his other son because he didn't like him as much. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? Go on, Jacoby. You've got this. <laughs> yeah, this like, is oh, you. Because I'm like, who? Uh, so then what happens. happens is Abby gets attacked by one of the plague, and she ends up killing one of the plague. Grinder, I believe. He Grinder gets grinded. And, yeah, in the back uh, of the pickup truck in the back of a pickup truck which then she ends up getting free from him for some reason they just completely forget that the drake is around and the other guy she has time to pull the hobo out from the oh no she's about to pull the hobo oh, do you guys my hair, okay, my hair. let's talk about this yeah this is i went a little too ahead no, no, you don't have to go play by play, but yeah, yeah, we 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 we, we don't have to. Well, do you that. need to put in the put it in what happens to her hand. Yeah, oh, that's that's yes. what I'm talking about. I want to go into this yes, because I can't adequately ad adequately explain this. So her hand gets like ground Eviscerated? up i mean like Shoved i don't know how to do the lawnmower i don't know how to explain it exactly it takes off the hand she has like the one surviving finger down to the it's bone. A bone it's yeah. the wrist bone right coming out is it the wrist bone, bone? Yeah. i thought it was like one finger bone or i don't know too thick to be a no, finger it's, bone, her, it's right? her wrist bone yeah oh, god yeah, she really gets she really gets a lot of shit in this movie. I mean, yeah, like she, she as the heroine of this movie is uh, not left left unscathed by any means whatsoever. I mean, hell you know, no, not in any point of the movie. I mean, they're sawn through her, you know, clavicle at one point, slowly <laughs> and deep and awfulness, and now we get to here, where I guess you guys say her wrist bone is the only thing left. I, you know what? Too. Take take it away, Jacoby, because this is yeah. what she uses to save the hobo. Uh, she uses, well, the Drake, the guy that causes her hand to get eviscerated into pastrami. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she uses. Well said. She gets free from him and uses her her wrist bone to stab the Drake multiple times in oh, the stomach over and over again yeah and the, which then he well he's down you think he's down for the count uh then this the other member of the the plague rip the tall guy with the with the blade he's the, he's like the leader of the plague starts coming after her and the hobo she, he she 
tries pulling out the hobo by his hair out of the hole, which then, doesn't work. Then work. Then she uses her wrist. Bump. Oh, that's right. Oh, that hurt to watch that. <laughs> and pries open the manhole with their wrist bone. Hmm. Uh, uh, which frees the hobo. Pretty, pretty damn. It worked pretty damn well. Yeah, it, it did the trick for sure. <laughs> Were it, you guys cringing through you, the hole using the wrist bone to pull up the manhole yeah, cover? Hundred percent. Although, oh, that hurt to watch. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. It was, you know, it was like the tool that people use to open manholes, except she oh. did it with her viscerated <laughs> remains of an arm. God, she deserves <laughs> final girl status, man. I mean. She was tougher than just about any final girl I've ever seen. And very cute. Yes. <laughs> yes, she was. So, but, go on. I mean, I mean, are we, we taking this to the end? Yeah, we're taking it to the end. All right. To the bitter end. Uh, so, uh, you know, while we, yeah, we got the, she, he's out of the thing. Rip, the, the plague starts coming after them. He pulls out his shotgun and tells him to back off and sh the plague says she killed grinder she must take his place in the plague which is pretty much i guess the rite of passage in the plague if someone kills the plague they have to take their place right but that that ends up not happening uh she's passing out losing blood the the hobo says his goodbyes goes up to the drake they have a little banter about how much the Drake was his biggest fan. He made his town super exciting again. And then the police show up. <laughs> and do uh, you guys want to add anything? Keep this going. <laughs> well, Micah, it's reached that time where we got to find out who the final girl of this show is. Who's the big final girl? If I remember correctly... We had a couple of Christmas uh, cuties. I'll say that. Uh, I'll go. That's with right. Christmas we have Miss cuties. Mary Axmas uh -huh. and Miss Holly Hatchet. Yes, Irish Christmas cuties, apparently. It's an Irish Christmas cutie. Uh huh. <laughs> the only the only male accent he can do is Irish. The only female is California Valley Girl uh -huh. impression that he can do. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, who have we lost? We lost. Uh, Ruby Kane. Ruby Kane and I wanna die. I wanna die. And then our final death or our most recent death was Marilyn. Uh, Marilyn. 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 Yeah. God, Marilyn. Wow. You remember them all. <laughs> I, I remember them all half a second after you. I remember the sound it made when Marilyn landed splat on the ground, pushed from, from, from the top the of that. Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel? Or whatever you said. For top. The top <laughs> of the Ferris, Ferris wheel. All right, so let's see who it is. Who's getting this week's mystery prize? All right, let's spin that wheel. Oh, oh, oh wow. That is the fanciest spin yet. <laughs> Something's wrong with the wheel. I don't know. It's getting caught. I can't quite. Let me try to spin it again. Months doing the show. And, uh, <laughs> oh man oh yeah you know I think I I think instead of using the WD-40 I sent you must have used some axle grease on that one <laughs> huh 
Axle grease. I like that. To get there, I'm not even gonna. Too everybody. Oh, I wasn't gonna explain it. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Too late. Yeah, well, you had to explain it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Okay, I just so. wanted to show people I knew what you were talking about. Got you. you did. You they already it. think I'm a stupid dumb dumb after the top of the Ferris wheel right. and that other thing earlier that I can't remember. But you're familiar with Axel Foley. Yeah, I've heard him. Yeah. In fact, actually, that movie had Balky in it, didn't it? it Balky did. from Perfect Strangers. It did. Uh, if you gave me a second, I think it was uh, Bronson Pinchot. Pinchot. Yep. Uh, Balky was from Mepos. <laughs> <laughs> Came over and lived with his cousin Larry. Ah, the Is that Chicago? Is it yeah. Chicago? I think it was Chicago, yeah. I think it was Chicago, too. Yeah. All right, uh, before we get started, can I get a grum roll? <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> that was a long grum roll. Yeah, I was feeling energetic. That's all right. Grandpa doesn't know where he is. We're, we're lucky he, he even knew to do the grumble. <laughs> yeah. All I know is when we asked him to do it, it made him angry, and that's, that was all we needed. <laughs> I don't need a fuck it, Cheeto. Just put some black coffee in a cup, god damn it. <laughs> Did you say Cheeto? <laughs> fuck it, Cheeto. Oh, oh, gotcha. Your kids with your fucking fuck it, Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> Your mochas. Uh, All right. Mary. Mary Axmas. Have you ever tried absinthe? The burnouts ask you after school. They offer you a shot, but you run away to swim laps in the pool. Mary, you survive. You survive, Mary Axmas. Congratulations. But I cannot extend that congratulations to Holly Hatchet. Holly, you, you came a long way, though. Yeah, close. You got to pat yourself on the back for that. Yeah. Four grueling, three grueling rounds. <laughs> well, final girl. I mean, the, you could argue this fourth round's pretty grueling for her. She's oh, about, yeah. She, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because <laughs> she's about to have to listen to the, you know, 45-second rhyme you've written for her death. It's a long one, kids, so buckle up. Is that true? Did I nail it? I did. I bet I did. Uh, Holly. Oh, Holly. Oh. oh sweet, sweet, sweet Holly. Holly. Sweet, sweet, simple Holly. You bullied your way through high school and ruined many a nerd's school day. But some nerds never let go and demand a price to pay. One lonely night at home, a, nerd's br- a nerd breaks in, butchers you, and turns you into souffle. Wow. Wow. Talk about tortured. Don't be a bully. Well, Nerds, remember, they're going to break into your house, they're going to cut you up, and they're going to make a souffle out of you. I was actually talking about the rhyme. The rhyme was pretty tortured. The rhyme was amazing, oh, and I'm anyone sorry. who says otherwise is is an asshole. <laughs> Oh, my bad, my bad, my mistake, uh, my uh, Well, congratulations to Mary Axmas. Yeah, Mary Axmas, you made it. Tell her what she needs to do. Well, the only way you can win the mystery prize is to direct message us on Instagram. Say, hey, I listened to the show and I won. 
send me that mystery prize and that's what we'll do so hop on instagram give us a direct message says you listened and you won and we'll send you that prize yeah and let uh you know i mean the quicker you do it the better because that helps everybody else out because i don't send them out each week because it was tiring driving to the post office uh you know every episode so i God, now it must be so hard for you i let it well you know i have to make, i mean you, I you had to, to get in a car you had to start it to make buckle the up and prize. everything I have to box it up and make it you've seen it and right, uh, right. there's some work that goes in. and so i i let a few build up and then i send them all out at once which is kind of cool too because then the thanks we get on instagram comes in you know threes and fours mm, just droves of gratitude just yeah. just heap heaps I, that's how I need it. I can't do the dribs and drabs. I need the droves and heaps. Alex cannot tolerate a smattering of gratitude. Nope. He demands heaps and heaps of thanks upon his head. I do. You got to stop watching whatever show this is. <laughs> this made you start talking like this. All right. Well, congratulations, Mary. Thank you so much for playing. Thank you, everyone, for submitting yeah. those amazing names. Those were some fantastic names. That I mean, like everybody killed it this time. Amazing names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing poetry. Whoever wrote that. Wow. Yeah. Gifted. Yeah. A gifted rhymesmith. I mean, definitely some sort of, yeah. I, I mean, it was special. I'll say that. It was special. Yeah. Who? Robert Robert Frost who? What? <laughs> Emily Dickens what? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was It's thinking. all about the slasher rhymes. Yeah, it's I mean had they known that that was an option and it, like a, a an avenue they could have explored, I'm sure they would have. <laughs> but here we are. And and now it's you. So, uh well done. Thanks for playing everybody. Yeah. Rest in peace all you dead folks. Congrats to Mary. So, I I guess the next question for you then would be how many macerated hand wrist bones would you give it out of 10? I said macerated. Incarcerated hand bones. Okay. Um, <laughs> macerated. I would give it actually like a, a 15. That's oh, just me. shit. I enjoy it. That is definitely I've seen it a lot. I've without it a lot without question, that is the most macerated hand wrist bones ha- that have ever been given on this podcast. <laughs> Micah, never. you're up, baby. Uh, well, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, it's just crazy enough, and I love the oversaturated colors. I thought they moved the camera around great. Maybe the dialogue was a little weak, a little cheesy in spots, but that's to be expected. But after seeing it, I'm like, okay, I want to see what what, uh, this director's up to next. Um, So I'd say seek it out. If you like gore, definitely seek it out. Uh, You know, if you like any kind of crazy ass, zany, gonzo, over the top, just violent, just insanity, you're going to love this because, I mean, it delivers all of that in spades. And then how many uh, macerated? Isn't that have something to do with food prep? Well, mastic- maceration, mas- mastication. M- mastication would be chewing. Is that what you mean? No, macerating. You know, like when you soak a food. That <laughs> sous vide. 
Alright, no. <laughs> anyway, no, I'll go I mean, with it. How many no, wait, macerated, no, what did we say, wrists? Let's stay on this. All right, what do you mean? Go on. I, I want you to go on with this. I mean, macerated. I, I never thought of that as something you do to a body. I thought of that as a, as a food prep. Well, I, I've looked it up. Uh, the actual definition of macerated is soften or become uh, softened by soaking in liquid. Oh, there you go. Particularly. Now, lacerate means to cut. Masturbates when you play with your ding-ding. Eviscerate. Well, the, so, of, so what do you have to do this all again? Because so I said macerate. Mas- no, no, macerated would be, you're right. I mean, with food, according to this, it's particularly with food, it's like so uh, <laughs> softened or soaked in liquid. Gross. Yeah. I mean, so, I I don't think... Maybe I meant amacerated. Would we say I'm macerating an Oreo if you dip it in milk before you eat it? Like, I've got no to one macerate is, this No one has first. ever said I macerated an Oreo. <laughs> macerate your Oreos before you eat them, kids. No one, no one has ever said that. that. There's just no way. All right. So what were we rating this? We're saying macerated Abbey wrists. What, what was well, it? I forgot what our rating system was. Well, I, don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we can say it anymore because you ruined it. By well, her arm has been softened, you know, by a blade, and and there is some liquid there, blood. Jesus, I picked the wrong word one time in my life, and I'm. Well, gonna... I mean, the old meaning for it was caused to grow thinner or waste away. It kind of wasted away. That's emacerate, <laughs> right? That's e- <laughs> that's macerate. God bless. This is the word nerd uh, vocabulary portion of the show. All right. So, Brought to you by Grammarly.com. How many shitty little bone wrists do you give this, Micah? How, okay. how many shitty little prostitute bone wrists will I give this? Uh, let's see here. I'm going to give this, God, you know, in the category of horror or movies or, you know, exploitation grindhouse movie. Grindhouse, I would say it's way up there. I'd give that a nine or a ten. Horror overall, I think I'm going to drop it down to a six. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it's way past the halfway the mark. Thing. I don't think it's going to give me that, like, you know, it's not going to be one of those classics. Am I going to recommend it to people who are into Grindhouse? Absolutely. Or anybody who likes gore. Uh, this is one of those that you, you have to see. Yeah, that's where I am on this. If you like Grindhouse and you understand Grindhouse, then watch this movie. 100%, no question. For our listeners, I would say maybe this isn't for you. Because this isn't, I, I wouldn't say this is a horror movie. It's a grindhouse movie. I mean, it, it's a little different. Uh, I say go see it, listeners. I say it's worth your time. If you, you're, you're going to like it. If you're in for, if you're like, man, I want to see the movie with the most kills, this is the one, man. I mean, it definitely tops the list of every movie we've done on this podcast podcast so far, uh, kill-wise. Yeah. You know, 51 yeah. kills, whether on cam or off cam, you're certainly going to get your fill. It's bloody. It's gory. Uh, but if And you, some creative kills, too. Yes. And if you get Grindhouse, like if you understand Grindhouse, this one's fun. I mean, it's I mean, like you can't go in expecting to see the sixth sense with this one. You you got to understand this movie's called Hobo with a Shotgun. And that's what it's about. If you love the 80s and you love, like, you know, 80s horror and 80s sci-fi, go watch Stranger Things. 
You're going to love it. If you just like sci-fi and ghost stuff, maybe Stranger Things isn't your thing. I don't know. But if you love Grindhouse and you love that thing, this is your thing, 100%, I would say. Beautiful, radiant, oversaturated blood. Yeah, I mean, just... It's a wonder to behold. It certainly is. And I'm glad I watch it. I mean, I, I, I would not... I, I would be unhappy to know that someone knew about this movie and I wasn't one of those people. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, well, I, I mean, do. Agree. I agree that it's not really horror. Like I said, horror adjacent. So, yeah, no, I think horror adjacent is a, a very good way to say this because it's also a little more horror than it is Grindhouse. I mean, like it adds horror to the Grindhouse. Mm-hmm. So that said, let's get to the crunchiest kill. Crunchiest kill. I have one, and then I have an honorable mention. Okay, that that counts. (laughs) I think the crunchiest kill for me would be probably Slick with the dick. Okay. And then the honorable mention is that homeless guy that runs into the box and gets crushed (laughs) by the train. Yes. Yeah. I forgot about that. He does. We did. I forgot about it too. He deserves an honorable mention. I love this one because like in our last one, when we did crunchy skills, it was like, well, we got like three to choose from this one. You got, you have the whole gamut. So Micah, your crunchiest kill. Ooh, let's see here. The crunchiest kill. That's tough, man. I mean, it the, is tough. the most traumatizing one would probably be the kid's, getting fried in the bus, just a whole bus full of children rough. getting a flamethrower. Didn't but, think it was going to uh, happen. I think my favorite's probably going to be the one we talked about already, which is the bumper car head oh, smash. That was a good one. It was a good one. I love that one. It, it also looked good. I thought they you made it look it was good. coming. Uh, yeah. And it kind of sets the movie up for here's what we're going to have. God damn, but there's some other, I mean, that girl dancing in the blood spray, that's pretty amazing too. Uh, well, that wasn't the kill necessarily. You just like the girl dancing in the blood spray. I do actually love that. I love that scene, and I loved it when, I can't remember if it was Hostel or Hostel 2, where the girl is in the bath, and they've got like the pendulum cutting the girl open, and she's bathing in the girl's blood as it bleeds out of her. I love that scene. Uh, Note to self, Micah, don't let your better half listen to this one. Uh, We we know what you're into now, Micah. (laughs) We we definitely are getting a peek inside that brain. Um. I'd say crunchiest kill for me was that cop that he kept shooting over and over and over because you off, I mean, like you're seeing the angle of Rutger Hauer's face while he's shooting the cop. And then you don't see until the mob is coming at them what he actually did to the cop, what shooting him over and over with a shotgun did. And it made him a pile of goo and bones. And, so and then the, which they then you know throw on top of him to hide him while they escape in a cart. That's my crunchiest kill. I mean, he like <laughs> he macerates that body. <laughs> totally I'll, macerated. I'll say he macerated that body like an Oreo. I think that <laughs> with a <the> shotgun. <laughs> with a shotgun. The body was the Oreo. I think, was I think the, the term I should have used was eviscerate. But even now, I <laughs> I, I, I I question what what that would be if I looked it up, but he like destroyed that body with that shotgun. So that'd be my crunchiest kill. So now 
What are you guys into? I'm going to let you go first, Micah, because I want to take the pressure off of Jacoby. Tell me what he's into. What are you into? Into. Into. What are you into? What's all this screaming about? Okay, let's see. I have been into a little show called Truth Seekers. It's not new. I think it only lasted one season before it got canned. But it's our boys, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost yeah. of Shaun of the Dead fame. Uh, and Nick Frost and Pegg both work for, a, I think it's like an internet company, where they go into people's houses, work no, on the internet. Those guys are actors. Oh, yeah, they that don't, explains so much. Yeah, they're, they're actually like, actors. Well, I tried to call their internet company, and I couldn't find it online. It's like it didn't even exist. There were only yeah. references to this TV show Correct. called Truth Seekers. Yes, yes. All right, go it's on. It's good, though. It's worth watching. I think I'm only about four episodes deep, but if you love Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, of course you're going to love it. And Malcolm McDowell, you know, of uh, Clockwork Orange fame, he and Caligula, he plays Nick Frost's father. I like that. You and went, he's funny. You went with the oldest Malcolm McDowell reference available. So good for that. Uh, since, since yeah, which is probably a good choice since all of our listeners are over the age of 40. Uh, I, what I'm, what I'm into without, what a, are you into Alex? without question? And I tell us what you're into. I fear what are you into? I fear that it got lost in the shuffle of Halloween to Thanksgiving is that Chucky series. Has anybody done the child's play series? Have either of you guys done it yet? Oh, I really, uh, really like that. It's it was a it's, great. Yeah, man. And I and it got lost for me too. There was so much to watch because of this podcast, just because of the season in general. The Child's Play series kind of got lost on me. I knew I was looking forward to it. I was excited about it. And uh I think they've done a really good job with it. I mean, if you've got the opportunity uh to, you know, click play on that do that that's fun it's it, it takes what was uh you know a trope of the 80s and i guess 90s and turns it in a good way i mean like it, it's a it's a solid series it's not just if you if you never liked the child's play movies because you're like oh, i think this is stupid you could still like this series it's a good series all right that leaves you mr harry balsanya oh what are you I'm into? not into those. So, um, <laughs> um, what I've been into lately, I guess it came out two years ago, but I've been getting really into like anthology horror stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I this... promise I did not tell him to say this, but this is going to make sense in a second. Uh, the Mortuary Collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's on Shudder. It's, uh, it's about this, uh, this funeral home that's run by this funeral director played by Clancy Brown, who's the voice of Mr. Krabs. And also from Pet Cemetery 2, and I love yep, it. Yep, yep. And in the but, new uh, Dexter, by the way. Yes, yeah, see? <laughs> but it's it's just amazing, like the, the makeup art, art, like the makeup effects, everything in it is just amazing. The stories are, in, like, inviting, and, like, they envelop your whole mind so you actually feel like you're a part of the story that they, that's I, a glowing recommendation i've seen, I've seen the first episode i've seen it on there i've not watched it but uh yeah i gotta check that out it's got a 95 on rotten tomatoes Ooh. 
I I remember how much of it I saw. I saw the one, the guy, and then the girl comes up there, and then anyway, I won't give things away. Well, I found out that Rotten Tomatoes actually is a pretty good gauge. Just doing this show, I never really thought it was a great gauge, but uh, doing this show, it usually is pretty in line with what we think about stuff. I mean, like uh, the fact really, yeah, you don't think so. I don't know. I haven't looked at their reviews on any of the movies we've reviewed or, or, or paid attention to them anyway. I usually dismiss what Rotten Tomato says uh, in terms of critic reviews and go with what audiences say because yeah, you have critics to go, are pretentious you have to go with what assholes. The says. Absolutely. Uh, so that's great. We have made it to the point of our movie or our podcast where we pick the next movie. And once again, as we did for Halloween... I'm thinking we need to do a special episode. We usually come out with these every two weeks. I think we need to do a special episode where we come out with one next week. And as we also did with Halloween, I'd like to do a double feature. And you know that I enjoy a holiday themed movie. I liked Halloween movies for Halloween. I picked a Thanksgiving movie for Thanksgiving. And so Micah has been kind enough to uh, let me pick, not only uh, has he agreed to do a double feature, but he's letting me pick both movies. And I have no idea what and you're going to pick. And he has no idea what I'm going to pick. So here they come. And I'm telling you, they are both epically good. And I think Micah has seen absolutely zero of the two. Oh. So first... I'm going to pick what has become a holiday classic in my household, starring. I'm a little none... bit scared, but I feel like I'm in good hands. <laughs> Die hard, please Die go hard. on. Micah, were you ever a professional wrestling fan? Uh, you know. Oh, I know what he's gonna say. <laughs> I watched a little bit of. I watched a little wrestling. I may have had a couple of rubber uh, wrestling dolls that oh, I did sure. my own wrestling with. Micah Let's dating see, we had himself. A Hulk. Those, a little Hulk rubber one. Those and rubber a, dolls uh, that weighed about Andre. six pounds a piece. Yeah. Yes. They yeah. don't make them like that. No, anymore. they don't make them like that anymore because they can be used as weapons. I remember those. And if you're hey, side age, note, you remember that? The director of Hobo of a Shotgun has been directing a documentary on wrestling called The Dark Side of Wrestling. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so, Micah, do you remember a yes, little yes, yes, wrestler? Yes. With the biggest neck muscles you ever saw named Goldberg. Goldberg. Do you remember Goldberg? Goldberg? was the goalie from Mighty Ducks. Ah. No. You don't. You no don't, knuckle puck. You, you, don't, you don't remember Goldberg. That's okay. Goldberg. It's unfortunate that you don't because if you could have uh, remembered. Oh, Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at his face right now. That was a little after my time. Yeah, it's probably but a little after I do your remember time. This Bill guy. Goldberg, uh, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, also starred in a little movie called Santa's Sleigh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And he played Santa, and it's fucking amazing. It's going to be terrible. I can Oh, tell. it is not terrible. Tell. I've never seen this, so this is a new one. I also believe you know, it stars so some other folks. It stars some girl that was on Lost, and uh, you'll recognize some faces in it. But uh, movie one. Uh, do they spell Slay, S-L-A-Y? Of course they do. 
Of course, and, and yeah, of course. The fact that you had to ask that makes me sick in my stomach. I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go get some Pepto after this podcast is over. But yes, yeah, Santa's Slay movie pick number one. Movie pick number two is one that I don't even know if you will have seen it, uh, Jacoby. Jack Frost. No, 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 no. <laughs> because you mentioned Krampus. Although <laughs> Jack Frost would be. We, damn, we should have done Jack Frost. <laughs> I mean, that was a good one. But uh, you mentioned anthologies earlier, and I've got a Christmas horror anthology that bar none is amazing. It connects in all the ways. You're going to love it, Micah, because I know you're going to love it because of the way you love uh, Trick or Treat. Uh, trick or Treat. This Ooh. is that same exact treatment where we see a little of this we see a little of that it all ties in the end and it is a little movie called a christmas horror story and you know you know christmas horror story yeah it's a solid one man and probably i mean i'm telling you if there is a more vicious santa than played by bill goldberg then he is played by whoever plays him in a christmas horror story so (laughs) Those are your movies. Santa's Sleigh and A Christmas Horror Story. You've got to watch them within the next week because we're going to put out a special double feature episode. I'm more excited about Christmas Horror Story than Santa's Sleigh. Uh, I oh, don't know come, why. It's, you know it's me. so much fun. Dude, is it? Am I going to love yeah. it? You're, you're going to yeah. love both of them. I didn't do you wrong this, this week. I picked two that I've only seen Christmas Horror Story a couple of times. I've seen Santa's Sleigh. I mean, like countless hey, times. It's a thing we watched at the holidays here. I don't love every movie you recommend, but you have definitely turned me on to some good ones that I didn't expect to like, like Halloween 3, which now, when I think back, that's this is becoming one of my favorite scary movies. Oh, come I on. It's, it's I love a, all the plot points. It, it's, a, it's a classic at this point, Halloween 3. But you are going to like these movies. And if you don't own them, don't go pay for them. Let me send them to you. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just pop them in the mail when I... Pop in the prize for this week's uh, <laughs> oh, final. So I can see it. In, I'll see it in a few months. Then, yeah, it'll, it'll be send, for next Christmas. I'll send then. it out to you this week because I've got uh, I got a couple of copies of Santa Sleigh. I know, and uh, Christmas Horror Story though I'm sure is pretty easily. Uh, Santa Sleigh might be tougher to find. Christmas Horror Story. Yeah, I you think probably it's pick on it up. Amazon. Yeah, I think it's on Amazon. I mean, you could pick it up pretty fast. I don't. I don't know that Santa's sleigh is out there in the, the zeitgeist of the world. <laughs> I think you can watch it for free on YouTube. It's very, <laughs> probably, it's very probably. possible, but you're going to like it. Yes. It's just a, it's don't a go in expecting. Oh, like a movie, something I, very serious. <laughs> I will say, man, it's pretty serious. You know, it has, it has it's that good story. It has that <laughs> same like dark mythology to it that Krampus has. It's yeah. that there's this they there's this underlying uh, like thing that is happening in the world that is making Santa come back. Oh, man, it's good. Oh, and, don't tell me. Don't tell me anything. Oh, dude, I don't you're gonna know. like it so much, and I I really hope you appreciate what drives this sleigh. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm in. I'm interested. Ooh, you gave. Don't go. Ah, hey, so Alex. Yeah, yeah. Jacoby, do you hear yeah. that? Is oh. that? Is that that music? Oh my God, it's here again. Is that that song, that bittersweet little tune that tells us that by is. God, through hell or high water, we made it through another episode? It's like the universe's way of letting us know we have talked too much. 
You know, yeah. Alex, we take these journeys together, you and me a lot, and it was extra special this time because we got to have somebody else along on our journey. Yeah, with our one fan. <laughs> our, <laughs> our one I'm your biggest fan. fan. I'm, I'm like two. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was. It was like having two guests because of the level of your fandom. Jacoby, Hell yeah. we can't thank you enough for taking this time. I mean, I know this podcast usually shakes out to be an hour and a half, but... You know, here we are, hour seven of recording this thing, and uh, <laughs> you stuck with us hey, this whole thing. It's you got to get the dollar for every, like an hour yeah. for every dollar you spend on it. That's hell true. yeah, and you powered through. You know, feeling like trash, you, you powered through. You did it for the listeners. Yeah, you did it for anybody the show. at home doesn't know Jacoby's a little sick today. Didn't feel well. Still agreed to do the podcast. Hell yeah, so, and hopefully next time. If I'm on it, I won't be stumbling on my words from all my cold medicine. Ah. You did it anyway, man. Like, you showed up. <laughs> You've got grit, grit like a hobo right. with a shotgun. I did one whole episode on uh, painkillers <laughs> for uh, getting my wisdom teeth removed, and to this day, I don't remember one second of it. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, I really had to do the heavy lifting that show. I, I carried you. Mm-hmm. There were those, those when you saw one pair of footsteps, that, that was me carrying you, Alex. It was him carrying me through the sand that whole time. Uh-huh. I didn't even uh-huh. realize, and now I look back, and it's a picture that hangs on my wall, that exact quote. Uh, yeah, and then that big, that big, big print in the sand was when I accidentally dropped you. I'm sorry. <laughs> big, I picked you back up. You're a little bit heavy. It's just a couple of butt cheeks and then one very smooth <laughs> penis because I was also naked. Uh, so uh, thank you so much, Jacoby, for being a part of this. If you want to yeah, follow Jacoby you, and see his horror knowledge, you need to follow Where's the Horror section on Where's Instagram. The section? This guy knows his horror, and he's a lot of fun on Instagram. Plus, you can see some of the designs he makes and uh, really a, a cool guy, obviously, now that we've gotten to meet him. But uh obviously a very cool guy because he loves the show that just is very telling and uh if you could please subscribe to us click that little bell so you know when we upload a new episode because usually it's every two weeks sometimes it will be the very next week if you click that bell you'll know it review us on apple podcasts if you can you can review us anywhere you want but apparently that one uh, makes some kind of difference and uh, then also write to instagram and say hey Micah is not using a bot to get followers. And then we can get access to our Instagram account. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Micah, I love you to death. Jacoby, I have to include you. I love you, man. Oh, we love love you you too, guys. Thank you for being who you guys are. All right. Yeah, man. We'll keep doing it. You keep listening. Thanks so much for going on this long, hard journey with us. And we were. We will see you all, or you will hear us again next week for Santa's Sleigh and a Christmas Horror Story. You know, as I was leaving the Chili's bar the other day, there was a man outside. He asked me for change for a lawnmower, which reminds me a lot of the movie Hobo for a Shotgun. No, Hobo with the Shotgun, son of a bitch. <laughs>